dramatic. Harry Maguire will still play ahead of him oh, in okay. England's squad. We've seen West Ham come for thirty million bid. Take it, take it. What do you think? Like, I think you could squeeze out a little bit more money, but we're probably going to try and squeeze out more for McTominay. I'll just take the thirty for yeah. Maguire. Thing is, you're not going to get that money next summer, so just take it now. That's well, was he coming for Maguire yeah. as well? Yeah, 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 both. Uh, oh, both, both. Yeah, or thirty million. They, they're bidding about thirty million a piece. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should have sixty million for the, the for them two. Like I said, you're not going to get that. that Did they have even more than thirty million rejected for Conor Gallagher at Chelsea? Like thirty five or something yeah. like that. But then Conor Gallagher's Conor Gallagher's much younger, and it's Chelsea. They can get that money. Mm. We, we're not going to get forty million. I would just say give us the same money that you were going to give Conor Gallagher, and I'll yeah. just say that you got a deal. <laughs> I want to see a day though when when, when McTominay leaves tomorrow's going to have a massive party. party. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Just just take him and Fred. Just take me back to the, the old days. Pain. <laughs> <laughs> Two midfielders running around. End of an era, McFred. Just doing a cardio session in the middle of a field. No end product. I can't wait to get into oh. the mount thing. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Over Our Heads. I'm Ash. Got tomorrow, Nathan, and introducing Glenn. He's a Liverpool, Liverpool fan, Leicester City fan, kind of. Yeah, yeah. We've been plenty of games together. Yeah, so he's a mixture, but he's, yeah, he's a dirty red. Well, yeah. we're all dirty reds, isn't there? So. <laughs> but, yeah, so Premier League 2023 2024 season. Look forward to it? I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I hope United hope United have just as good a season. And really what I'm looking for from United as a United fan is less of the four nil defeats, seven nil defeats. Because we can't have that. Are you sure? Are you sure about that? Yeah, we can't have that anymore. You literally said before NRS got here that we're gonna concede some stupid goals. Yeah, I think <laughs> we'll get into that later on, but I do think just just the way the goalkeeper plays now, I think we will concede some <laughs> shocking goals. Mm. But long term, I think it will be better for the team. I know you can't always predict these uh, sort of capitulations of teams in the season, like the way Chelsea were terrible uh, last season and the way Liverpool didn't have the season anyone would have expected. Um, but I do kind of think that the if people hit the levels that you think they're going to, then the quality is going to be even more compressed at the top. I think getting top four, even if you look at it from United's perspective, even though we've improved the team lot in the transfer window, I think getting top four could be even harder than it was last season. Yeah, I think Arsenal have done really good stuff in the transfer market. You know, City is City. Um, Liverpool sorting out their midfield gradually. So Newcastle, yeah, Aston Villa. It's the thing you just keep reading off the names. Got Brighton as well. Yeah, right, yeah. it's it's. Bro, getting all that young talent as well. Yeah, literally. Yeah, so. Spurs might keep hold of Kane now, so that keeps them in the mix for you know top six. It's it's mad. He's, I'm just saying, I've just seen their ninety five million pound bid from Bayern Munich. Yeah, one hundred and ten million euros from now. So that can, could push them over the edge. I can see it. How long's left on his contract? Yeah. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. 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 You'll take it. You take it or what? Spurs should it. take it yeah, because it there's no way he doesn't go for a free. Yeah, yeah. What is Postacoglu going to do with it? He, you know, he may he may get them, you know, a good comeback season from last year and develop them. But what are they going to do in a season that makes Spurs, uh, that makes Kane think, oh yeah, I'll, I'll stick out with another yeah. three four year contract? Yeah. Yeah, so he'll be gone. Yeah, take that money now and just I don't know buy some 
pack buy someone or just leave it. Because, yeah, who are you going to buy in these last few weeks? Yeah. You know, they could have sold a, a march on someone like Gonzalo Ramos or uh, Genfa Vlavic. You know. It's three weeks left, isn't it? Three weeks left the transfer window, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So if, if you, yeah, if you get if you get Kane gone now for roughly 110 million euros or 95 pounds, whatever it is, which I think makes perfect sense for Kane to be honest with you, I think take mm. it and go go to Bayern because in my mind, if you're actually going to want to win something, Bayern, yeah, you're going to go to Bayern. Yeah. You know, you, you have a very good chance in the Bundesliga. You have a very good chance in their cup competitions, and you back in a, a European team in the Champions League that. No offence to Spurs, but knows how to win it. Yeah, and so it's probably going to score more goals as well it, over he, there. But how badly does he want the Premier the goals record? record? Yeah, that's the two seasons factor. max, and he's got it. Is uh, he willing to? Is leave? it that and no, no title? I think no, for him, or yeah. silverware, or just that because I've beaten yeah, Alex Shearer. Yeah, yeah, you say him. you say two seasons. Well, he's, got, he's only guaranteed one he's season. He's got one season. Spurs. It's not. It's not guaranteed that. I know he'll go to a Premier League t- side after the contract's off. I would imagine Chelsea and United would be massively he will in for him. One hundred percent go to United. If he, stayed. if he stays at Spurs and doesn't extend his contract, he's a United player. Guaranteed. I don't, I don't think he'd even be. You know, Chelsea have got Chelsea. No, couldn't see him going to another London. No, he won't go to Chelsea. That's too. That's that's like Saul Campbell going to. I don't. <laughs> I, I think if United, if United were going to do it, they would have done it now. Instead of paying sixty-seven million for Hoyland. Yeah. In fact, I said that wrong. It's it's Hoyland. Hoyland. Is that the uh, Holland ripoff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the, the tribute band version of Holland. Wish. Yeah. But yeah. Basically. Yeah. You, Wish. You, um, I think they would have done it now for him. He was our top target, and I think we just wanted to learn from the past and not spend the entire summer chasing this one player to get hold of him. And then, if say we're finding out now, like by now, that we can't, you know, get hold of him. You know, the season starts in the week and you've mm. not, you know, signed anyone. Man City did that a couple of seasons back. Chased, they were chasing Harry Kane. They wanted Harry Kane. They were ready to spend money and it's never happened. And they didn't have like an in and out strike of that season until the following when they bought Erling Haaland. And then, suddenly that was the, well, still won the league, but they were still without a, num- a traditional number nine or a real big front man. Mm. And I think Sergio Guerra was out, wasn't it? Yeah, I think yeah, that's when yeah. he had, he had but to yeah, there retire. Was Ryan on like Marriott, Foden, 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 like yeah, yeah, Foden was like a false yeah, yeah. nine, and it's still one of the least the other side leader. can do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I don't think no other side could do that. It was a massive sliding doors moment because if Levy what? gives in and lets Kane go to the City, do they pursue? Haaland as much over the next few seasons you can I think blame Harland, Levy for inflicting Haaland on the City I think Haaland was United I think <laughs> I don't think we've ever seen Erling Haaland in the United shirt for no. a couple that, of years that, 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 that boy's family is Man City through and through I think that was the only destination he was ever going to go from Dortmund I don't in, unless he has a massive U-turn and decides to go over to Spain for some unknown reason why they still love Real Madrid and Barcelona hmm. City was the only place he was going but for Harry Kane, the only team I would have thought in England would have been Man United actually probably would have suit Harry Kane down yeah. to the ground. And I thought he would have done it now, but they haven't. And they've probably done actually a smarter job by going for someone younger instead of trying to get that experienced striker yeah. who you're probably only going to have for about two years. How old is Kane? He's 30 now. 30. Is he 29, 30, 30 or is he 30 already? Yeah, he's... Yeah, but his might... birthday's like the day before mine. He does, he does pick up some yeah. injuries as well. But he hasn't had the usual injuries for a while. He usually picks up an ankle injury. It's, 
And is out. He'll still get you months. over twenty goals. Yeah, each still, season. Yeah. Even I mean, last out. season, if it weren't for Terminator, he would have smashed. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an incredible yeah, season. That was just overshadowed. I think his move to Bayern is would be good for him. I think that's getting more years longevity yeah. in his career in the German Bundesliga. That's true. And then he'd have service from like Leroy Sané, from Serge Gnabry, from Leon Goretzka, Joshua Kimmich. Yeah, I think he'd probably do well. I think yeah. he'd actually win something, and I'd probably take that more. If he wants to win, beating Alan, Shearer, Alan Shearer's record. Yeah. If he wants to win, he goes to Bayern Munich. Yeah, but I honestly think he wants that record. Mm. I think you you saw how much it meant to him to win the the, the World Cup corner boot. Yeah, and then golden boots in the Premier League. Yeah, actually lifted the ball. We want to see the world. That individual award was great, mate. But we wanted what he's got there now. It would obviously be massively satisfying for him to end that, you know, lifelong drought of not getting a trophy with the Bundesliga. But also, we know that the Bundesliga would still only mean this much compared to winning the Premier League for him. So it's whether he thinks. I know I'm getting older, but I'll, if I give it one more year, I can get a move within the Premier League I think and Kane, have a shot at it. Rick, I think Rick, Kane saying that Tottenham this season winning the FA Cup and scoring another 30 goals is bigger and better for him than winning the Bundesliga. Genuinely. I mean, to be fair, the FA Cup is big. In this country, it's massive. Hmm. So, yeah. yeah genuinely the FA Cup is big. I mean, everyone in this country wants the FA Cup. Yeah. Obviously, everyone wants the Premier League more, but you probably next start is the FA Cup. I mean, look at Man City last year. Yeah. They wanted everything, so. I think what well, they got. So they almost got everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they almost got everything. Who won it? Yeah. 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 Oh. Big up, Carabao. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I was watching a clip um, earlier. Uh, Carabao was talking about a conversation that he had with uh, Shearer where he said to him, if you had to pick between being the all time Premier League goal scorer and that one Premier League that you won at Blackburn what would you take? And Shearer said, my job was to score goals. And that, that, you know, implicitly that that meant more to him. Which, you know, not everyone would agree with that. Harry Kane's cut from the same club. I'm telling you, he wants the record. (laughs) Not all the greatest goal scorers have have won tons of, tons of trophies, you know. Especially in the UK, you know, Lineker, someone like that, you Mm. know. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, that's Kane. You know, you are, you see, what was on about United? I mean, what? Mason Mount. Mason Mount. We'll come on to the Liverpool in a minute. It was one of, I've got to get this out of the way. Yeah. Mason Mount, how do you feel? <laughs> because there's two, there's two different sides here. First off, Mason Mount at United tomorrow. You know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> the old Trafford board were like, okay, we're moving on McFred, but who is tomorrow going to have to complain about? <laughs> <laughs> Maguire's going as well. We've got to do something. Oh, Mason I, Mount, perfect. <laughs> I think obviously preseason doesn't really matter, but well, I don't you, you want to win games anyway. You want, you, want, you want to win games, get the confidence, get the confidence up. I just think it doesn't work. A midfield three of Casemiro, Bruno, and Mount doesn't work. There's no balance there. I don't think you've got a reliable enough player to go back other than Casemiro, and he can't do it all by himself. No, Ericsson struggled with that. And Ericsson struggled with yeah. that last season. You watched season. him last season. He was a passenger. He was a ghost at times. Yeah. 60 minutes. He won Very much a playmaker. Yeah. But when it came to the tracking back, it, it yeah. happened sporadically. Where you saw Casemiro was somebody who was yeah. he was having to do a lot of the hard work tracking back. Yeah. And then you do see accompanied with Martinez. I can see why people 
yeah, started a good season last season because th- them two, as a midfield to defensive pair, they were quite good, yeah. to be fair, apart from the old Harrington Corbett. <laughs> <in there>. um, <laughs> but you have your creative player, you have Bruno Fernandes. Yeah. You don't need another one. You, no. you need a box to box. I think to rotate. Who, who, I think I'm happy for him to be there to rotate with Bruno. But to play alongside him, it no. just doesn't make any you, sense. You need what I really say is you need your Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah. Who will go box to box to box to box. Yeah. Who will keep on going up and down. And who can ping a ball places. Who can also track back and actually look over his shoulder yeah. and knows where somebody is. But then also intermingle in between the midfield. Yeah. Not where you've got two very attack, attack-minded midfielders in Bruno Fernandes and, and Mount. Who are going to want to try and do the same thing all the time. Yeah. Now, unless you are literally, you are going to rely everything on Casemiro to sweep up and pick everything up and just keep feeding you onwards, you're going to be struck that that midfield's going to struggle. Unless he changes the formation. Well, yeah, I think it is going to be more of a six and two eights now rather than having um, Fernandez just behind the striker. Mm, yeah. So, obviously, that still means that Mount has to do a lot more defensive work than he may have before, but I think Ten Hag genuinely believes he can. I agree that he's not got that destroyer element to wipe everything up, but... He is excellent out of possession. I think that's part of what Tim Hag's looking for. He could, it couldn't surprise me. He kept doing what like Guardiola's done with John Stones and put him in that holding midfield role. And the things that I never thought I'd see John Stones be able to yeah. carry the ball like he does <laughs> in that holding midfield because it, it never would have ever thought that. But he seems to talk like a duck to like water. And he's yeah. done well with it. And this could be something that might end up changing makes some amount that into his game. I'm not a big fan of um, Rabiot, but we were linked a lot with Rabiot throughout the summer. Yeah. I actually wouldn't have minded Rabio coming in there, playing alongside Casemiro and Bruno, and then Mount being another option from the bench. Because then you would have had Casemiro sitting, destroying, Rabio box to box, and Bruno being the creator. But I just don't I just don't see how it's gonna work with Bruno and Mount doing the same job essentially. I think part of it could come down to who we're playing each time. So the other midfielder we're supposed to be looking at, presuming we can sell, you know, Fred, Donny, whoever is Amrabat, who I think suits that kind of role yeah. a bit more. If, I would be happy with him coming in and Mark coming out and it being those three midfield. I think if you're trying to... Again, yeah, it depends on the level of the opposition. Yeah, yeah. If we're having to go and play you know, City, Liverpool or whoever, it may be a case of, yeah, Amrabat makes more sense. But I don't know, Ten Hag seems to see him as pivotable, like he's going to be another undroppable player like mm. Fernandez. you know, gives him the number seven shirt, you know, that's a big number. It's not sure. very united to give him yeah. the number seven. Yeah. I'd find that a bit weird. I think we should Ganacho have held off. pissed. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't think Ganacho should have gotten it either. Not yet. But, but certainly not point. Mal. No, not yeah. Not Mal. Not a centre midfielder. That just, <laughs> oh, that just put me, puts me off. It was a bit strange. But, I would have loved mm. it to go to Sancho, but yeah. Oh, you're a fucking Sancho. <laughs> I'm a big Sancho fan. Maybe it just stops the obsession with it. Give it to someone who's going to be reliable, give you, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, decent yeah. games all the time, even yeah. if they're not going to be spectacular. And then it stops people just thinking, oh, yeah, we need this you know, special heir to you know, best and Ronaldo, that kind of thing. guys, <laughs> <laughs> Sancho is the heir to the world. <laughs> yeah, he picked 25 because it added up to seven. Like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, Fred's going to leave. Give him the 17 now. Yeah. That'll be all right. <laughs> I think it's now, I think Hoyland Hoyland is going to get uh, uh, seventeen. I think. Oh yeah. Apparently. What, oh, do you know what I was going to say? Could give him the eleven, but then Mason Greenwood's still there, isn't he? Lurking in the shadows. That's I don't. Mm. Yeah. They yeah. Can't. 
supposed to be a decision on that soon. Yeah. Uh, I've got a feeling it's going to be a decision that I do not like. But Well, there's videos of, of him training, isn't there? I mean, um, he's got to train regardless because even if um, even if the club yeah. were to say now we're we're letting you go, there's a picture of him in, off somewhere. Well, Alanga's gone now, but there was a picture of him and Alanga training together. So I think I think he shouldn't play for the club again. Really, should he? He shouldn't play for the club again at all. But I no. think I think if he does come back, send him on loan straight away. Just there's, get him out. There's no way he's going to be ready to no, come back in no. any way if that's what you were going to do. Like, I think there's no way he actually plays for United this season in any capacity anyway. If, if he did play for United again, I just can't see the fans accepting it, mm. but all fans for the Premier League accepting it. And United because... get enough stick as it is already. You bring back Mason Greenwood after everything that happened. I mean, just look at what happened with his shirts. Just, when it all come out, all yeah, United was taking the shirts it, back. His, his case was... Crazy because there was video evidence and, yeah. and pictures that went video, straight yeah. on social media. I think, I think even with the pictures, the pictures wouldn't have been enough, but the voice recording, oh, yeah, the yeah. voice recording, yeah. there was just no, killed it. How he got away with it is literally, I'm sorry, but they, they've paid someone off, they really have to <laughs> not get away with that. Well, when that's there in front of you and you can hear it, you hear, you hear the video recordings, and you're yeah. like, okay, there is literally no escaping this, yeah. and it's somehow got away with it. And then it's hard to, I mean, it's like you put down to me like the Louis Suarez situation with Patrice Evra and it was all he said, she said, yeah. and you you think, mm, did he? And then yeah. he's saying he did, he said he didn't, but there's no there's not, video, no, yeah, there's yeah. no actual recorded evidence yeah. that he said what he said, apart from the biting, you might have yeah. been. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is where you heard it, yeah. and you know he's done yeah. it. And, and you see like, the blood on the face as well. Yeah, and you're like, like, this is something that, no matter if it was done behind closed doors and then then it came out that oh yeah no nothing's it's all wrong and he goes back into the shirt no one would be none the wiser and everyone is the wiser with this and you're like that's such a hard thing I, I don't like you said he either gets put on loan or he gets you train with the academy you stay down and you're like because you'll say you'd like say he's probably not he's nowhere near match fit he's probably had no game time uh, so he's going to be okay you're going to have to be relegated to like the academy or the yeah. reserves or something like that for now until maybe you figure out what the situation is yeah. and if you do become match fit maybe you do go out and loan in January or maybe someone is willing to buy you in January and you go then you where it be he's such a hard case and I think he'd find it hard to get into any other team yeah. it'll yeah. just be it'll just be hostile yeah it would. hostile every it every would. match it would just be the topic of discussion I mean, look every at, match. Look at, um, I know it's a bit different, it was, it's still a bad thing. Look at Zuma when he kicked the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, yeah. I know it's a, it's a different yeah. thing. That's but so, everyone's like, forgotten about that. that, that literally, now, the know. amount of abuse he got yeah. just from yeah. the away fans going every game, even from West Ham fans yeah. getting abuse. That cat had done nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's, not, it's different to obviously yeah. being a woman or but it's still a bad thing and that's just sad yeah I generally forgot all about the cat there's one thing that's going to rile people up in in this country is beating up pets and <laughs> yeah Zuba definitely the Greenwood situation the club's got to show that it has standards that aren't just about what's on the field it's about what's off the field mm. and that that doesn't have to rely on a conviction obviously they're com- you know, they're completing their internal investigations into everything. There is some stuff we don't quite know about as to why um, it could the case couldn't be brought to, to court. And it is strange that because it shouldn't have had to rely on her 
uh, witness testimony. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, not legal experts on that or anything. But it, it's the message it sends out. Like, what is a player worth? The thing they should ask themselves is, if this was a player who didn't have Mason Greenwood's ability, they would not be entertaining the blowback yeah. for this at all. Yeah. So again, it's like, what we valuing more, you know, success or whatever? Or is it just like actually values values that these football clubs claim to have as brands and everything you know yeah what, what could united you know united could never stand on some kind of um platform and say anything about you know women's rights or anything like that if they're going to say yeah but you know he was really good so we decided to keep hold of him so how, how would it make the um like the women's team feel yeah how would it make them feel they're, they're probably thinking why do i want to play for this club yeah it's just like stuff like that Tricky one, tricky one. And then you got Wolves in your first game of the season at home. Wolves are a bogey team for United as well. Mm. Like no, Ruben, there's no Ruben Neves anymore. It's the yeah, first. No, you know, no edge, of the, edge of the box screamers. <laughs> Freak. You know, first game. I think Wolves, I think Wolves are going to struggle this season. Oh, yeah. I think they're going yeah. down. You think? Yeah. But also, first game of the season, literally first fucking game. And it looks like Lopetegui Lop- might be going. Yeah. And we're, we're already facing a new manager bounce first game yeah. of the season. We did that about five times last season. Yeah. Still three weeks away. We're Wolves already thinking. Contract. He like, <laughs> this is going shit. It's oh, not even October. Might, might, might do a bit better, yeah. I think, yeah. I think we'll win that one, though. Oh, yeah. I, I think we'll comfortably win it. They've got no... They scored the least goals last season in the Premier League, I think it was... Jimenez has gone and okay he's not the player he was but they don't have much else apart mm, from yeah. Neto that are going to score goals the cost is still there uh, I think he went it was just yeah. as well he just showed up and elbowed a few people <laughs> 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 yeah. oh, yeah. but no yeah the, if, if we want to get on to segue on to relegation predictions I think Wolves are down I think they'll be teetering on that yeah they, Fulham, I think, are going to be another one to struggle. I think, I think they'll re- struggle. We're doing relegation predictions now. Yeah. So you, you start, and you think Wolves? I think Wolves, Sheffield United. I mean, if they're selling one of their best players ready to Burnley, then what fucking oh, ambition yeah, is that? Burge, mm. um, and then it's tricky for the third one. There's a few candidates for it. We'll see whether Bournemouth kick on, but I, I think they'll just about be safe. I think they'll scrape through again. Luton are just that unknown quantity. I'm not, I'm not sure great. they've got enough yeah. to stay up, but it could be wrong. You know, it's so easy to underestimate the team. See, I, I think Luton, yeah, Everton, they mm. can't do it. I don't think they can keep doing it. Yeah, and I reckon Dyche might be the first manager to go. Mm. So yeah. he's only complaining about the lack of transfers. Yeah. I think I think with Luton, Everton, then for me, it's between Bournemouth and maybe Burnley. But I think Burnley will go back to their. Stay in the Premier League for a while. Just we'll get there. We'll see what Vincent Company does in the Prem. Yeah, I kind but, of fancy them to do a right under Company with the, the yeah. football they were playing. Like, I don't think they're necessarily going to be one of those sort of storming teams that finishes top ten in their no, first season. No, but I think that's just because of how competitive the Premier League is yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. but I know. I think Luton and Everton for me are going down, and I think maybe Bournemouth. I'm tempted to say Luton might might be another derby from a few years back. In terms of the points, to oh. I don't think it'd be that bad, but I do think Luton are going to struggle. Twentieth, I've got them down. I yeah. think to myself that Luton will be in twentieth. I think they'll have they'll have a good go at it, but they could be on that level of derby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how many points can you think Luton? 
can scrape against. Um, the only teams I can think of is either Sheffield United, Burnley possibly, because they I believe they came up with Burnley, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, maybe like you Bournemouths, you Nottingham Forest, but definitely I think Luton would be going down. It's so much of this can be easy to see in three weeks because it's just so many teams have just barely signed anyone yet. This is it. West Ham has signed no one yet. I don't yeah. think yeah, I've yeah. actually. They haven't even kicked off, have they? No, I think I've not looked at a table ever in my life and actually think more than three or four will go down. Yeah. You know, normally it's hard to think. Normally, you, you predict the, the teams who have gone up most likely normally go down, or at least two yeah. of them normally go down. But this is where, like, I look at, I think, yeah, Luton will go down, possibly Sheffield United, Bournemouth, Everton. I think Nottingham Forest are going to be someone that might be teetering on the edge of going down. Yeah, they've not really, you know, they've brought in a Langer, but yeah. apart from that. You know, Turner, West Ham, oh, yeah, West Ham, one of them teams that they flirt with a relegation yeah. quite a long time of the season, and some sometimes either they just end up picking it up. Yeah. Or they'll, they'll end up spending their money. It's just how wisely. Wow, I mean, I'm yeah. sure they'll spend enough that means that they're going to be fine from relegation. But the thing is, West Ham have a habit of buying flair players, but they don't have a flair manager. You know, Ben Rama. <laughs> Yeah, they signed all the fair, fair players under yeah. Pellegrini and then yeah. it didn't really work. And then oh, yeah, um, Felipe Anderson as well yeah. from Lazio. Yeah. You know, as as you know, to me that was I thought, oh, that's really wicked he's come yeah. to the Premier League and then I was like, He's doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> he like I'm so upset. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was one of the things that like, you know, it was that he's uh, you know, a South American talent. He yeah. thinks that this is going to be someone who bring a bit of flair, a bit of creativity. And I was like, he just didn't see it as much as... I think that's exactly why Scott McTominay and Harry Maguire would be perfect for him. <laughs> I, I, think, I think those do make sense. I think yeah. it fits with Moyes. I think he's yeah. been butting heads with his director of football because West Ham are constantly like, okay, the second we get some stability, now we can play some more expansive football. Yeah. And it's like, well, you've, you've bet everything on Moyes now, getting yeah. the kind of players he wants. And I think Maguire and McTominay make sense. I mean, as funny as it was when I saw uh, someone say that, oh, seeing West Ham spend all their rice money on McTominay and Maguire sort of breaks your heart. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like we see a, a homeless guy spending his money on drugs. <laughs> but <laughs> that said, I do think McTominay and Maguire make sense for them. Yeah. I think they'll still, you'll still have a massive They make sense for Moyes, but I don't think they make sense for West Ham. And that's possibly why they're low mm-hmm. ball in Manchester United at the minute. Yeah. They want to see how far they can make that I don't think they go. want to I don't really think they want to back Moyes I think I think he's in danger of going as well I'd even plead a case for Crystal Palace it was mad what Palace, they did Palace them last seems, season they seem to like hover then they have like a mid-season mm. with a and then they'll like hover again then they'll do mid-season so they're always you don't they, know what you're going to get with them they were a bit harsh sacking Vieira but then Hodgson did brilliantly yeah. so they, yeah but they, they were they were teetering on that uh, relegation area they were like 16th 17th they dropped down into like 18th they won a horrific run when, yeah. yeah and then like I say they brought in Roy Hodgson Mr. Dependable at Crystal Palace like this guy's probably got magic his, grandpa I can't yeah. he come in and he's fixed it all but my worry is they've got rid of Wilfred Sahar yeah. mm. and now uh, he's gone to he's gone to Galatasaray you know, yeah. watch out for Galatasaray yeah look very exciting I'll be mm. watching him every week um, <laughs> and then they've got Eze He's quality, as yeah, it? and and but then even Elise is looking like he might go. But he, to yeah, he might go. Yeah. 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 they should charge the fuck out of him. Yeah. Them. You know, don't let him go cheap. And then was it striker Eduardo? Is it Crystal Palace have their striker Eduardo? Yeah. Eduardo, yeah, Eduardo. 
I bet, I'm trying to think of anywhere else that you think, okay, well, this. They've got good centre backs, Mark Gahey and um, Anderson. Mm. Mm. They've got like a decent spine of the team in terms of Eze. Midfield's quite strong, centre backs are very strong. But then they've got a lot of flair, but then no goal scorers. Yeah, I mean? they're another team that I would categorise as just good enough to stay up. Yeah. I don't think they'll go down. They might be in a relegation fight for part of the season, yeah. like because I think it'll be like last season where there's like seven, eight teams potentially in it for a long time. But uh, yeah. I still expect there to be three teams worse than them come the end of the season. Yeah, I think away from Selhurst Park, they're a team that may think that look for the draw and try and win. Like, let's go Manchester City and yeah. just end up scoring screamers and then yeah. goes <laughs> Man City away win 3-0 and then yeah. next week they're away to Fulham and they lose and you're like okay but yeah so has part they seem to be, I'd say their fans are very on it to be fair yeah. but they're another team that I thought they they could be there they are on that so who are you going uh, if you say Luton Luton's going to be the ones to go down um I am going to be. I think Sheffield Knight will go back down straight away again. Uh, so who's going to follow them? I'm going to probably say either Everton or Bournemouth. Everton or Bournemouth. Yeah, I was going to say Fulham, but no, I think Fulham. Are they, fine. They're Matt, who's uh, Silva? Yeah, Silva. He's still there, isn't he? Now, yeah. I, I yeah. know. So, yeah, I think he'll keep them up, and I think. And they had an issue with. Um, Mikovic, Mikovic. Well, he's yeah, really gone, hasn't he? He's, he's gone, gone to, yeah. last to the Saudi League as well. Yeah. Yeah. They tried to take Silver with them. Yeah, that's why. That's why I question. I read something that they were looking to take Silver to Saudi Arabia as well as a manager. I didn't know if he actually had gone. And I know Mitrovic was somebody who almost sounded like Yabra yeah, right, refused to play Fulham again unless you made him go. Well, William, <laughs> has, William, he, no. has he has he actually gone to? Has he gone? To yeah, I'm sure he's gone. William, no, no, Mitrovic. Yeah, that's all done. They signed him in it from Wolves. As a replacement, yeah, which is not but, really. But he's not. I say since that injury, he's not done no, nothing. He's, not he's the never same been player. the same. He's no. not. But even William now, he he's looking to leave as well, and he just signed an, an extension at the start of the summer. Yeah, and then is now he, like, is he looking to go to the Saudi Pro League? Yeah, he's yeah. Now he's getting well. offered all that money. Yeah. yeah. But this is why I think they might struggle because I need to start making like a combination video and put it on YouTube, and I might be able to get out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take a year's contract. Lean take fifty k or something. I don't think that'd be in my three. I think I just said Luton. I think Luton, Sheffield, and Bournemouth. Bournemouth, Luton, Sheffield, yeah. Wolves, Sheffield Luton, United, Sheffield. and reluctantly Luton. Luton. I, I I think Bournemouth may. I think Everton's gonna be the one that would be like. Might surprise as you go back down, but I probably think Bournemouth's going to be in there. Bournemouth might end up finishing. I just, I just can't see Everton doing it. It might be the best thing for Everton right. to go down. You know, the only, just, the only thing with them, they go, if they go down. The they've, they've got that new ground being built. Yeah. They go down. That parachute money is going to straight towards true, all the stuff. That, that will fuck them. But do you know, know what? Do you know what? Them. I think for the Everton fans, it's you've been in the Premier League for God knows how long. You just finishing. Mid table, mid table, mid table. Yeah. Then relegation after relegation battle. Maybe go down. Go down rebuild. in the championship. They might be more happier than that. Ever two players, maybe. maybe. I don't know. I'm sure. I think I've seen something the other day where the teams that you know have done less signings. I'm sure everyone has had two next to them. It's been a very quiet summer transfer yeah. window. Because everyone's going to Saudi Arabia. Well, apart yeah, apart from the Saudi Pro League, it's been it's been very quiet. 
We're, we're going to sign players, they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, pinning, you're pinning everything on Kieran Drewsby Hall now. I mean, this, this guard's going to have to be trying your saving grace and get you back to the Premier League. <laughs> so, I don't know, that Drewsby Hall, Winks, that um, Stefan, I can't remember say his second name, he looks good. Mm. See a little tiny, you seen a little tiny? Is it, is it Mavidi? Well, not a tiny, not a tiny, we did like a. Is it Mavidi? The one, the one yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, when the commentator were trying to say Indeedy and then Mavidi, and yeah. I, oh, Mav, I was like, <laughs> and you're probably confused now. <laughs> 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 we need a nickname <laughs> or something now, because both end in Didi, and I was yeah. like, <laughs> well, everyone around the ground just trying to Steph, so that's it. Oh, yeah. no. I've spoken about Liverpool, yeah. We'll go, yeah. We'll get on to we'll get on to this. So we've got a, done a relegations. Yeah. Have we gone? Yeah. 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 So Liverpool relegation. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, you never know. <laughs> you know when and uh, came a close second a few years back, and then last season ended ended up just scraping a Europa League spot after going on a mad run of wins. They they did that thing again where when you had a a really bad season a few seasons ago. And you sort of pull it back and somehow snap into the top four. Mm. Didn't quite do it this time, but there was that same thing where there was that resolve towards the end of the season. Exactly. And it's like Liverpool aren't done here. And then at the start of the transfer market, uh, transfer window, sorry, I was just thinking, you know, shit, Liverpool are, you know, not messing around. Got McAllister, amazing deal. Uh, Slobler's I, I worked <laughs> out to say that earlier, and I thought Slobler's <laughs> that's it. Like, yeah. Um, you know, good signing. It's like right, they're just sorting out the whole midfield in one window, and then it's just suddenly stopped. And then, okay, you may still have sorted it, but Saudi come in and take Fabinho Jordan and Jordan Henson. No, and you get, get really, yeah, get really good money for them, mm. but also. You've now given yourself this problem of how are we going to sort the number six position because you've got Curtis Jones and Bajetic. You don't really you want to be playing there. No. And you're quibbling over five million, forty-five to fifty for Lavia. I've read Jamie Carragher's tweet and, and I agree with him wholeheartedly. But like you know, we it's are become an emergency. It's a great emergency. Talking about X amount of millions is like well, you we have say you've just sold Fabinho, you just um, sold Jordan Henderson. So the pot of money's there. Mm. So we're talking about, is it 50 million for yeah. Lavia? Yeah. And I know they talk about looking at Andre at Fluminese as well. I don't know how much he's valued at, whether mm. they think actually he's cheaper. But you're clearly going for Lavia for a reason. Um, in my mind, pay the money. Pay, just pay the money because yeah. we, we haven't got a whole, another holding midfielder mm. so unless we're going to change the midfield three so we're not having that holding midfielder anymore then yeah pay the money just pay pay the money get him in but Liverpool this season is like I say for last season we had a ageing sporadic midfield of Fabinho Kurtz Jones Henderson and then you have James Milner in there Thiago was in and out with their injury there was no constant three, and and be, I watched Fabinho all season. And was, he just looked somebody who was already felt like he was out the door. He's a ghost of his yeah himself, wasn't and he? Yeah. Every time you see him, it would be rash challenges. He'd get booked for silly things, and he'd see him put his hands up straight away. Yeah. He's like he's like he already know you've done wrong, and you've gone. And yeah, it hits me. He seemed like he was going. I didn't think Jordan Henderson would would be going this transfer window. I thought he'd be going next year. Yeah. But he's obviously gone now. And then, so the next thing, well, the, I, I think 
what I am actually so happy about is they actually actually hit the ground run in the transfer window and it was like yes we nailed in Alexis McAllister for 35 million which I think incredible was fantastic you know coming yeah. off winning the World Cup and having a, have a blinder of season with Brighton I was like wicked so we've got a number 10 we finally have a number because since Coutinho left we've not had a creative number 10 yeah. it's just you've had Thiago and that guy can pass the ball brilliantly it's like butter when you'll see him those slides gone but not that creative midfielder that you, you would you'd like to have um, and then it was which I actually thought was could be at left field with Shobby Sly and I was like I didn't see that coming yeah. but clearly he's a, a, a very well thought of midfield player and then so they say that's a good deal so I'm like well let's hopefully the first you know it's not McAllister's first year in the Premier League but this is going to be yeah. uh, Dominic Shobislai's first game in the season in the Premier League to see how he gets on I hope we do get a whole midfielder whether it's Lavio I'll be honest I don't know much about him and I can't say I've actually watched him play at Southampton um, but this season so I hope I hope it all pans out well and and, and like every Liverpool fan, I'm very highly optimistic. <laughs> and, and I believe we'll win everything but the Champions League But I'm, I go every season thinking the exact same thing. I, I'm in that mentality of we'll win every derby game, we'll win every, every big, well, I say big four games now, big seven, isn't it now? Top 17 games. And Do you think the team will be in, impacted by where Trent plays? If he plays at right back, do you think he's going to struggle again or if he plays... More well, of that inverted. This is where I think if if the formation is changing and this could be where if we don't sign a whole midfield player, are we then in out in possession plays or out of possession plays putting Trent as the whole midfield player? I I wouldn't want him to, not on his mm. own. I don't think he's got the defensive mindset. Yeah. yeah. He's somebody that I, I always scream at the telly, look over your shoulder and yeah. he just doesn't seem to do it. <laughs> Um, but I think his gradual movement into midfield will be good me personally I don't see him as a midfielder I just don't I think I see him more of a midfielder than I see him as a right back but then I just like you just said I just don't think he has that awareness that speed of thought playing in a packed midfield to pop passes off he, he's been so good as a right back because of the time he has bringing the ball out of defence and spraying he, balls I think in the midfield it's completely different he has done I think it must have been in the last three or four games of the season when they started making this, when in play possession, he would move out right yeah. back and he would go into that midfield and he would find incredible passes. And then out of play, he goes back into right yeah. back, he goes to a back four, and then out and in play, he goes to a back, solid back three. Um, it's going to be weird to see how it works with midfield. I'm bringing in McAllister and... and and Shabbos I think you could have a similar situation to United in the sense of you've got Bruno and Mount Shabbosai yeah, and, and, and you put, you, if you who's a defensive if, if, yeah if you're switching Trent to go into the midfield now are we then now playing 3-5 or 3-4-3 three, three? because yeah. you're never going to change the front three you're going to have whether it be Gakpo Jota Salah Nunes it's and or uh, Luis Diaz. You're not going to change front three because that's been pivotal to Liverpool for like the last five six years. Mm. It's that midfield area. What yeah. what are we planning to do with it if we are? But I don't know. It's 
it's going to be interesting to see what happens with, with Trent in this coming season because I don't know the other right back. I think if you don't sign a six and, and Trent's having to play midfield, I think it's going to be a struggle. Mm. Just defensively, I think you're going to be... Sorry. Yeah, I, 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 I've watched him and I, I don't... That's why I think he would suit some impact in the midfield more than right back because the defensive mindset of Trent is is not... It's not there. He's not like your traditional, traditional right back. I think even Jurgen Klopp said it once in an interview that he's telling to play because they would do a lot of inverted play between him and Robinson yeah. and then overlapping. Yeah. And you, you can see Trent, he bombs, he goes, Rob, Robbo does the exact yeah. same thing. They're always up or they're always in. They're not your traditional... I don't know. I think Lewis Diaz needs to have a big season this year. I, after watching him in some of the pre-season games... I know he's coming back from a lengthy injury. That, uh, but I don't think he... I don't think he scores enough goals, and I think no. Jota. Yeah, I think Jota will at some point replace him in that left wing spot. Well, this is where I think this is this is when I looked at the at our team now in that left wing position. You can either fit Jota, Gakpo, or Diaz. Yeah, even at somewhere's going, you can even put um, Nunes there because he's been on that. He's come off that left wing and he's assisted Salah and a, and a fair amount of games and put the ball across the box. No one's ever taken the right wing position, and I don't. And we not even looked to even try and buy somebody <laughs> to try and fit that right wing position. That salad and always Yeah, there, you know. yeah. <laughs> and in that middle, you can either put Nunes or Gakpo. But on yeah. that left side, and I've watched um, Liverpool's pre-season games this year, and every time I've watched Luis Diaz, he looks like he's a point to prove, and mm. I believe that is because of the amount of lost time yeah. out with injury. He's realised there are at least two to three people who can fit in the same exact position yeah. as me. Now, what can I do to make sure that that is me and yeah. not them? And I have watched him. He's looked lively. He's looked like he, he's a man on a mission yeah. to make sure that left wing position is his. I like him a lot. Yeah. I think he's an exciting player. Yeah. I just don't think... So in his, I just, I just don't think he's going to be like a Marnie, like like getting you goals. He's not going to be like an eighteen kind of. Goals. I don't know when you were Marnie when I mean I don't think he actually realised how much of an impact yeah. Mane had on the team mm. until he actually went and you realised. But it's not only goals; it was the work. Wow, well. well, I miss him. His yeah. movement yeah. is the way you found Salah, where Salah found him, even when you saw Firmino drop off, yeah. and. I know we talked about uh, Phil Foden and he played in the Fox Night, no other team. In, yeah. in, but if you fair, Liverpool made that model to begin yeah. with with Firmino. Firmino's not a striker; he's that centre forward. He's that false number nine, mm. and that fluid play uh, playing between him to Mane or him to Salah made that team, especially when they won the league in in twenty twenty, yeah. unstoppable. Yeah. And sadly, he he fell off. Um, Do you think yeah. they could persist with Gakpo playing that kind of role? I don't see Gap not exactly the same way as before, but still. I, I, I think yeah, link I, that. I think when you are going into maybe in certain games and you wanting your transition to be lightning quick, which what Liverpool was in that charter win season or yeah. the Champions League winning, it was as soon as that ball came out from the defence, that midfield, he they found Firmino and then Firmino found Salah. He's Sam Manet, and they were just gone. Yeah. And there was no catching them. Um, I think he might play similar, but not as effective as what I think Firmino was. He's, I think he's too tall, and I think he's... He's, he's not creative enough to be not able to like do what that. Firmino, Firmino yeah. had this fluidity about him and this flair where he was able to find them two 
like it was like magic watching yeah. them. Then from three, that them they were like golden years for me. Like I've, <laughs> I've sat there and I've watched like Andy Carroll be my striker, <laughs> and Andrew Barney, <laughs> and you know, they were like they were some dark days. Like really sitting there <laughs> watching the team or Barney, like man, fucking hell, like Vieira, yeah, like the wing, and then Maxi Rodriguez, and you're like, yeah, we can still win the league, like. That front three was some of the best football I've seen played in the Premier League. But that was, was it. You know, for them years, with the them front three, because midfield wasn't, like, incredible. It was Wijnaldum, Henderson, Fabinho, and, like, I, I miss Wijnaldum. I never thought I'd say, but I really miss Wijnaldum. Like, that is that box-to-box. He was that engine. Yeah. yeah. But they were the only team to really threaten Man City. Yeah. The yeah. only team over, like, the last couple of years that I've seen that make Guardiola scared. And it was because of that effective front three. They were just mm. devastating. And I, 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 it's sad that they dropped off last season. And I think if Arsenal didn't have that really crazy run that they had, Man City probably would have ran away we, from the league We, we said this. We literally said this on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, said if it weren't for Arsenal, Man City would have yeah, won. Yeah. There we, was, they would have won. Like, I think they would have won about 30 there points. Was, yeah. There was no team pushing them to chase yeah. them. There was no team, okay, giving them that we need to do better, they probably would have just coasted to the league yeah. and won it. And before the last three to four seasons, that's been Liverpool pushing them to a point of where we went to a 98, 97 yeah. point season. Yeah, that's insane. You know, and it, yeah, um, I'm hoping that comes this season. I'm, I'm big and highly optimistic. I am early every season, we will win everything. <laughs> if you tell me that's going to happen, I'll tell you a lie. And we are going to win everything. Even the Champions League, we're not even in it. <laughs> um, I think Liverpool will be a lot stronger than last season. I think they'll score a hell of a lot of goals. I think they've done as good a job as you could hope for having to, you know, reassemble that front three, given what a classic lineup it was. I what think. do you think about Van Dijk? He needs to have a, a much better season. Yeah, and he's now, now, he's now he's got the yeah. pressure of being. Yeah, captain. he's he's yeah. He I, I think right, he was a, he was always going to be the only person I think was given the armband. Yeah, and even mid to last season, he just struggled from tiredness. I mean, Liverpool played in every single game possible. Um, season before yeah. then he had the World Cup uh, yeah these um, things have to catch yeah. up with you yeah it's, it's like they wanted to do extended you know uh, stoppage time and it, all that kind of stuff and it's just all these extra well, games Ryan and everything out, yeah and he's absolutely bang yeah. I've, I've seen Kevin De Bruyne's comments on it as well this is going to be and it is it's true it's it's fucking greed again you know it's just you know money making games but then could you not just do what rugby did to stop the clock but it was literally this championship thing is now we're playing all the extra time yeah. mm. like I watched the Chef Wednesday Southampton opening game they're adding all the extra time they're not fucking around with time wasting because they did it in the World Cup didn't they yeah yeah, yeah. This yeah. you, you time waste you had like 8 to yeah. 9 minutes yeah. added on at the end of the game and you're like wow this is really long yeah. it was like then, oh, you played a 99 minute game or yeah. something our game against Coventry end of the game 9 minutes that was 9 minutes at the yeah. time yeah. it started it, it is good and I do like the fact that the time waste, the, the crackdown time wasting, you kick the ball away now, yellow card. Yeah. Mm. They are cracking down it. And it is better because you, you get more of a game. Yeah. yeah. But I or, think the players' arguments are is you want us to care less, but, but, but exert more. So it's like you don't want us kicking the ball away. You don't want us arguing and pushing and shoving. It's football. These but, things are like you can't, yeah. you can't help. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. 
But like, it, it could occasionally get frustrating with, with some games where you think, oh, how much time did the ball actually spend yeah. in play? But well, overall, how much do people feel like they're being shortchanged? Yeah. Like, not enough to make this kind of I change. Mean, like, like, but I think it's an issue across all, all sports. I mean, you look at tennis, for example. Uh, the 2012 Australian Open final between Nadal and Djokovic was like five hours long. Mm. But actually, the in the in-court play time was probably like two hours. Yeah, it's because there's a lot of time. Yeah, or something. Yeah, you know. So they, so you got 25 seconds on the shot on the serve. I mean, all, all the other time is horrible. I mean, Sunday was horrible because nine minutes out of line and commentary looked like it was a fucking yeah. well, the thing is, and I was like, you know, it's not like this. Well, who's complaining about this lack of time? Is it, mm. is it actually the fans saying, look, there's not enough time being played? Or is it just the officials? I don't think it is. I don't think the officials. How this would come about, to yeah. be fair. It was something that came out of the blue. Because I know I've never complained about like, it. I think it's yeah. the officials. I mean, yeah. whether it's like a new rule in play because of time wasting, yeah. uh, where they feel like it's just, again, you do you have the games where you see certain teams all either just fall, play will fall to the ground or they will try and run the clock down and where this is like a deterrent from you doing yeah. it. Will it do it? Well, only time will tell throughout the season whether it does or not. But it just, that was yeah. one of the things that came so out left field. I was like, well, this is not some news I expected yeah. to hear. Yeah. I tell you what I do like now, though, in the season. You see the extra time on the clock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you see it in the stadiums, so and <laughs> yeah. now you're, in, you're like thinking, how long's left? You literally look, it's there. And like, yes, the fucking. But I guess they have to stick with it, though. Surely, like, they can't just scrap it, like, after a few games. They, they, I, think they, I think they'd have to trial it for the whole season. Yeah, yeah. they'd like, like to give it a trial for the whole season. Like bar, when bar got trialed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know which league they trialed it in first or something. It's mad they test stuff at the World Cup. I find that insane. <laughs> 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 yeah. On the World Stage. Oh, yeah. We've seen the Women's World Cup when they do a VAR decision, the ref goes to the screen. I like the ref goes in the mic. It's It's weird. They don't really explain the decision. No, but, just they're, say, but they say penalty. like, yeah. But I do it's, like it. It, is. Like it comes out. She said, like, she says, what's going to happen? Like, oh, the penalty or no pen or yeah. yeah. I do it's, like it's it. It's literally just theatre, isn't it? None of it's actually useful. But and, yeah. and okay, if the theatre's good, but I don't know. It just doesn't really. But do the only issue is with that. Are you going to listen to the Premier League refs? Fucking come out and talk. <laughs> so just try yeah. and say penalty. You're like, Fuck off, you come. <laughs> um, I mean, back to your point about Virgil Van Dijk. And then we went way well, we did, we did. <laughs> um, I hope he's had a good pre-season. I think giving him the captaincy might give him a bit of a umph now to actually be the Virgil van Dijk from a few years yeah. ago. And I hope he, he takes command of that of them back four and the rest of the team. And he, uh, he shows that he is a captain and he'll be the captain for a reason and why I chose him. So I hope he has a good... I always hope he has a good season. And I hope he becomes that leader that probably actually need because it seemed Jordan Henson he was a good leader I thought he was a good leader of the team yeah. but everyone just didn't seem to be on the same page yeah. last season everyone seemed to be at a different tempo than what it was I think it's probably why it was such a disappointing season last season you played in the Champions League final unfortunately lost to Madrid again <laughs> um, and then you think okay well we go to another good season we finished second as well and then to finish, what was it? I think it was his fifth, sixth? I can't remember now. I sort of blocked it out from my mind. You put a good run together, didn't you? Almost, yeah, caught, yeah, almost it, caught United. Yeah, so. Just, yeah. Just um, didn't do enough. And finished that up, so. Yeah, I was optimistic, yeah. as always. Mm. There's one thing I want a player, I want to mention. Where do you think he'll be next season? Ward Prowse. 
Southampton. Oh, it's the question everyone's asking. How long's left? How long's left of the transfer? Three weeks. Three weeks. And no one really has come in for him. It was linked to West Ham. They're priced but, Yeah. 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 It's like the the, the Lavia deal. Yeah. It's they want fifty million for him. So I know we're arguing about. I think Liverpool will pay that. Five. Yeah, you're arguing yeah. about five million, and they think yeah. it's worth it. But like, you can't get hopes so, up. But James or Prowse. He just sounds like he's been priced out. Yeah, yeah. I think Southampton are just like, like how much can we get? And he signed that contract though, didn't he? He only just signed a contract last, last year. Four-year extension or something like that. Not sure. Not the Harry Kane situation. Like, why would you sign it? But he's, he's somebody, if you think like, okay, is he massively impactful in the Premier League? Apart from free kicks, yeah. is his in-and-out position play yeah. worth paying tens of millions yeah. for? Is I think this is why he doesn't consistently get picked in England squads yeah yeah. Because he's a good just... player but I wasn't expecting him to go to a top six no, top no. Anything, you know. I mean you'd suit West Ham you think like yeah, yeah West, yeah, West yeah, Ham yeah. is that West team Ham. that actually yeah. yeah if you think everybody's going to go for it yeah, he yeah, fits yeah. that model um, Ward Prowse McTominay Susak midfield oh gosh <laughs> 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 what a dire <laughs> devastating yeah I, I see myself Hampton I don't, I don't see anyone's yeah. going to try because it feels like Southampton will hold most of their players to ransom yeah. and keep them there. And well, they're going to try and who's got who's going who's going to want to go in a bidding war when you feel like that's just not making my money's worth. I think have to look like a decent side in the Championship, though. If they keep those players, yeah, yeah, come straight back. They look decent Friday night, yeah. But then Chef Wednesday, to be honest, they weren't the best. <laughs> it was, they were. They was good. They put five, but they weren't the best. The championship's always a different beast though, yeah. isn't it? it's, it's, it's like you watch let's like say you watch Leicester Coventry and Coventry for mass parts of that game were quite threatening and they what they, they lost out in the championship playoffs didn't they yeah, yeah. so you play one of the better teams in the league as your first game of the season um, but Southampton could be one team that I feel like could get lost in the ether of the championship and before you know it they're like 6th 7th yeah and you know, some team could be like Luton who have an absolute crazy run and make it all the way to the Premier League. That you the, thing, the thing is, the championship—that's the championship. It's a season of two halves. You can have yeah. a great start mm. and you drop off, or you could have a shit start and then you get hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a season of two halves. You you can't start thinking like you can't be like ten games in like oh yeah we're doing great. No no, you've got another fucking thirty games. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's a completely yeah, different beast. The championship is—it's it's a season of two offs. It always has been. So you never know what's going to happen. It's way too early to even think. Like everyone's like, "Oh, Leicester want to win it." I'm like, "Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up!" No, teams and, just can't quite dominate the league. I mean, I was thinking Middlesbrough were a good shout for being champions, and yeah. they lose their first game at home to Millwall. Yeah, I mean, Burnley obviously dominated last year. They did well, but it's it's rare you get that. It's, yeah, it's it's a hard league. It's a tough league. I'm looking forward to the season. I really am because mm. there's so many great teams in the championship this year. But we'll see what happens. Who do you think is going to be a surprise package in the prem this year? In the prem, uh, what counts as a surprise? Well, Everyone's that expecting could, Villa someone to do that all right. Break in that top but four. It's all top four. I don't, I don't I don't see anyone breaking in. That's unusual. I mean, if we were to class the usual Newcastle, maybe because they haven't been in there, but they had a really good last season, yeah. and mm. what they finished third was it? Fourth. Fourth was it? Yeah. So United could they? Spot in the yeah. Could yeah. they do that again this season? They're signing decent players, but they're not transformative players that sort of yeah. raise the ceiling. Mm. Of the I side think the Newcastle think. depends how they do in the Champions League. 
you have to get knocked out of that, you have to go to Europa League and that's always the thing, That's what Mike do. They haven't signed their Rabinho yet. I'm so annoyed they've not had like a banter era of just signing ridiculous players they've just been smart yeah, straight oh. from the beginning you just don't the thing with you don't know what they're going to do this season because they could what's, let's face it Champions League last 16 quarter final knocked out they're, they're fortunate with the group I maybe think, I think they're yeah. knocked out of the group. group I think they're straight down to Europa yeah I would so, say so yeah. Yeah. I still don't think the midfield is, is strong enough I think defensively they look very good. Yeah, like Joe Linton, Gimaraes, yeah. and they've what, signed Joe, Joe Willock. Yeah. Oh, they've got Tonali now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was amazed that yeah. Milan I let him go. Yeah, yeah, I know. That was a proper like Premier League doming another league. <laughs> Just <Yeah. saying>. yeah. <laughs> Newcastle yeah, taking Sandra in from Milan is mad. Um, but, yeah. I see Aston Villa probably now posing a bit more of a threat. Mm. Tilly Mungon to there you got Bob Diaby <laughs> from <laughs> Watkins is carrying on uh, from Leverkusen got a really smart manager mm. yeah. I'm still I'm still Paul Torres what a signing I know from Villarreal yeah, yeah. Paul Torres United were linked that was yeah. some Spanish influence yeah. there and he's like <laughs> he's brought him over but yeah they seem like a team that could probably end up trying to make a push for top four whether they get it or not they might end up yeah. falling off it's like Spurs. I don't think Spurs will get it. I think no. Spurs are going to be about eighth this year. Yeah. Mm. Especially if Harry Kane takes the deal at Munich. I can see him. Well, you've got James Madison. Well done. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> no, it's if Kane goes you know, and they that, don't replace him, they could have a job getting the top half. Hung Min Sun left up there by himself. Mm. You know, Charlton. And you can see them finishing about seventh, eight, yeah. and not getting European football. This is that's at the conference position. I don't know. Yeah. I think is I don't tend to try and associate myself with that sort of position. <laughs> 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 um, uh, but yeah, you see, but I see me like Aston Villa might end up passing an opportunity if Spurs do falter. Yeah. But you like watch that Brighton last year. Brighton had a storming run in the, in the league and they were there top half the table and you think stuff like well could they not break into could they make it top five could they get Europa League or something you like it's whether they can do this whilst they're now in the Europa League as well yeah, yeah. League or Conference League they're I in. think they're I think they're in Europa League Europa League I think Brighton yeah I'm sure Brighton are in Europa League yeah mm-hmm. yeah I'm sure they are I know. Uh, Liverpool, is it only one spot? No, because Europe? West Ham won the Conference League, so they're in the Europa League. Yeah, they're in the Europa League. Liverpool's in. Liverpool there. are in there, so I think it's it might be. No, it's no, no, spot, but you still. I thought that's the Conference position. No. Can you oh, have yeah. three teams in there? I think I think you get an extra slot with West Ham. It doesn't take one away. Yeah, I think, oh, I yeah. think. this is like that whole Liverpool thing when Liverpool won the Champions League and they finished in like the top four. Yeah. And they made it. They made an exemption just because you won it. So yeah. like top five, or was it top three? Wasn't it? Then they made which top is four. reasonable, but also embarrassing. No, yeah, it was like, <laughs> let's go back. Eighth is Conference League. So Brighton finished sixth. That's Europa League. So yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, because Aston Villa he finished, finished sixth last season, seventh. Yeah. I, I say Spurs. Was, I say they were close to getting yeah. to the top. Spurs top finished eighth last season. Yeah. yeah. And so obviously they've got no Europa, uh, no European football this year. No, they're conference. Is eighth conference? I don't know. I seventh is conference. I think. I'm not sure. Ah, about okay. Eighth. So no, yeah. So Europa Conference League qualifiers, and that's Aston Villa. And then the Europa uh, Europa League group stage, there's two teams, Liverpool and Brighton. 
And then the top four is Champions League, so Man City, Arsenal, yeah. Manchester United. So where West Ham? They get a position in Europa, right? Um, in the Conference League? Yeah, they're in, yeah, because you win the Conference League, you get in Europa League, you win the Europa League, you get a Champions yeah. League. Yeah, I, I would assume there's we've got three teams in the Europa League, League. this year. Yeah. So, that's, so it's Liverpool, Brighton and um, West Ham. Mm. And then you've got Aston Villa who played in the Europa Conference League this year. Oh, okay. so, yeah, no, Europa League is just such a killer man is, it can just it is yeah, that's what Don is season off. it's what Don is yeah. it's just, you have, what, we have basically three no, two seasons of it on the Thursday nights yeah. it just done it, it done I don't I mean, know nothing hits like a Thursday night European <laughs> football night like, I mean, you can have your Tuesdays and your Wednesdays but that Thursday night start the weekend that <laughs> is there do you fall on the football the football team's over flying back and then you're playing on the Sunday there's just too many rounds that's it. it. It's like around the Champions League yeah. teams, which then adds to the already huge part yeah. of the Europa League teams. Yeah. And there are there's so many rounds in the Europa League that that just becomes knackering. Yeah. Uh, and what the Europa Conference League as well. It's just a bit more. If if you're Villa, if you're Aston Villa, do you think okay we're good enough to qualify for Europa League next season, or do you look at it and think it's an absolute shitstorm of competitive clubs? We've got Unai Emery. Do we go all out to win the Conference League? Because if West Ham can do it, then why can't we? Yeah. Why can't Villa? Mm, yeah, yeah. I'd put money on it now for Villa to win the Conference League. I mean, I probably won't. I, I, I think they're probably one of the favourites. One of the favourites, yeah. yeah straight at the back, because like I say, Ollie Watkins is a sensational striker yeah. for them. Yeah. That, I don't know you might report Yuri Tillman. Fucking don't bring him up. Still something about midfield. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and they've got to say that Diaby from Bayer Leverkusen out there, and I think they still have, is it uh, Leroy so, Bailey as well? Leon Bailey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's still... Idea. Yeah, yeah, so... He's got a lot of good players. They have, and um, I think they'll be near contention for winning this this year, just like say West Ham was this year, and they went and done it. Yeah. The thing is, you can't complain about Yuri Tillemans because yes, I can. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, did, can. he did everything right. He, no, 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 he scored no, you winning yeah, all the yeah. final. All that's great. He, no, no. Saw, what I'm pissed off about. He was committed to his What contract. I'm pissed off about. You should be more angry with is, the club for not tying it oh down. Oh yeah, soon no, that. Yeah, I'm pissed off that. Is he was linked with fucking big fucking teams? Like I thought it was going to go somewhere big. And he goes to fucking someone I hate, Aston Villa. His stock just went down. He's doing it. I think, like yeah. everyone else, yeah. I, I, I really thought a deal was already done with a big club. Yeah. I thought it was already, but obviously it wasn't. Mm. And to be honest, I think because he had such a shit season last year, everyone's like, no, we're not, we're not interested anymore. Mm. So that's why I probably went Villa. Mm. But then fucking Madison going fucking Tottenham. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'm surprised Newcastle didn't come in for him. They did. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't go there. But I think, obviously, London lifestyle. Yeah, I think yeah, that's what it is. The London yeah, lifestyle he, suits Madison. Yeah, yeah, he's got, he's got all his fucking agencies down there for his boo contracts. I think, I think, I think the Spurs like set up will suit him a bit more than a Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Son running. I still, it's them tweets are still funny though when he tweeted about fucking Tottenham in the past. What did he say? You've not seen them? No, not seen oh, he fucking, he's, they're all against an anti-Tottenham oh, country. Yeah. He did one about how Suarez like, rips Tottenham apart or something <laughs> oh, like that. Oh, yeah, there's it's always stuff, a tweet. Yeah, yeah. stuff like that. They all, they all got, when he signed, they all got dug out. Yeah. I was just laughing. I was like, Green Ash had all about wanting United to beat City in games and stuff like I'm that. I'm telling you yeah. now, if Oli was still in charge of United, Greenish would be a United player. <laughs> he would be. Well, the season where they wanted to get him, we just said it was too expensive and yeah. got Van der Beek, you know. Oh, That's some money. 
Oh yeah, the wheel. I, I, I really like Donny Van de Beek. It just never worked out. So I felt good. I felt he could have gone to Real Madrid. Mm. So you, I feel sorry for him. He he got bought in the wrong circumstances. Yeah. He got him because he was available, and I think we got him because he was cheap. Was, was that yeah. Louis Van Gaal who got him in? That was no, Solskjaer that brought him in. We got, but he didn't want him. It was a club that brought him in. We got we well, got, every, everyone raided the Ajax team. Yeah. yeah. After that storm in Champions League, like but you know what? None of them have really well that good. De Ligt went to Juventus. Now he's at uh, Munich. I think he's probably one of the better ones that have yeah. actually done well for they've himself. Sort of, they've been late bloomers a little bit in comparison. Mm. Like Frankie De Jong does look amazing now. Mm. Um, yeah, you are. But, but yeah, then like, then like Ziyech. Yeah, Ziyech. Yeah. A lot of them oh, should be. that terrible move to Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. He, then he, was one he, he almost went to PSG. He was, didn't have well, I thought he was a smart sign at the time. Oh, yeah. Well, he was linked with him last yeah. in January. Then he, then, then he was linked to Saudi. Then apparently he failed his medical. Yeah. So oh, really? He's just bad luck for him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wait, wait. I mean, scoring assists is done, isn't it? I'd be amazed if we differ on that. We're talking about top four. Who are your top four? Oh, fuck, man. Um, City, Arsenal, Liverpool, and United just. I'm going to say clutching at straws for reasons why City won't quite be at it. The fact that they've looking like they're going to extend the contracts now Bernardo is silver and Kyle Walker is massive yeah. I think yeah. I don't think Mahrez was going to be a huge miss but Gundogan was no, so I think you then lose depth, those as well they are finally having youngsters come through like all that investment academy stuff is it Cole Palmer yeah yeah we're trying to get Palmer yeah I don't think we'll drop down no I can't see it happening but we're yeah this is Guardiola's challenge now is keeping everyone motivated and okay, it was incredible that they won everything last season, but they did also spend most of it chasing Arsenal yeah. as well. Like I don't think that was actually the best City side there's ever been. Okay, they no. won everything, but in pure quality of tearing up the Premier League, I don't think it was the best side. You know that they've ever produced. They executed no. at the right moments of the season, didn't they? Yeah, but they weren't consistently great. They would just have that relentless thoroughbred thing yeah. about them where we've been there and we've done this and we know how to win. Mm. Um, you know, like the points total was you know sub ninety, wasn't it in the end? You yeah. know, compared to what they've done in the past, you know, okay, eighty nine still really. It was good. poor, yeah. It yeah. was poor. So for what they've done, it was poor for them. But I just wonder if it could be another season where they end up thinking, okay, there is a bit of transition going on. I'm, I'm clutching at this because I want a reason to pit, put Arsenal first. <laughs> like my head says City, and my heart says Arsenal. So I'm going to go with Arsenal on this occasion, just because I think they've invested really well with Rice and Timber. I'm not. Sh- I, I think they needed to provide competition for Gabriel Jesus. Rather than Havertz, who I'm just not convinced Havertz, by. That's a, that's a shit he's sign. Not a, he's yeah. not an eight. He's not a ten. He's not a nine. What I is this? I don't know why they're he's not. He's a German mm, deli. Ali, that's what I, I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> tall doesn't quite have. I don't know why they're not bringing Balogun into the side more because he looks decent. But yeah, another striker just to provide a bit of depth in that position. A proper striker would have been good. So that's the only question mark. But otherwise, is they could be enough goals. Injured? Yeah, he's in. Yes, the thing is injured again already. Yeah. yeah. Flipping heck. Manager for ages. Yeah, so got, going to be a huge loss. I see. Well, you've yeah. got Matteo Kovacic, and to sort of replace well, those roles. It's balls, though. Yeah, he's yeah, he's not your your. You City be. could be out. Well, I don't know. This is a bit unfair because there's still so much talent in their squad. But City are at that point now where United were towards the end of Ferguson, where it's like with a, a central midfield of Cleverly and Anderson, we can still win <laughs> <laughs> the fucking league. You know, they are they are at that point now, but. Um, It'll be close, but I've got a feeling Arsenal could do it. 
if they, if, they, if they aren't bit in the ass by the fact that you know Jesus getting injured, they should have enough goals with Saka and Martinelli. I think and Odegaard chips in a lot of goals as well. I think so Trossard I think they could might do be it. a big player for them this season. Yeah, I think I keep he's better than Martinelli, you know. Trossard can fit, fill in there, yeah. So, so you're going Arsenal, Man Arsenal, City. City, United, Liverpool. What was yours again? City, Arsenal, Liverpool. And United only just get the top four. What's yours? Liverpool. Do you want my bonus approach? I want your honest approach, not the Liverpool approach. <laughs> Uh, I can see Man City doing it again I see Arsenal falling to third I think Arsenal proved last season when it comes to the tail end of a season the real business part of the season they failed yeah. they bowled and and they lost and, it by what was it 10 points yeah a large yeah. portion of that team will still be there this yeah. season I know they missed I know Saliba was out for a period of time uh, and he was missed as a as a as a centre back, but they still conceded a fair few goals yeah. when he was still in the team as well out of the yeah. team. So it's do they have the balls to see it through over the line, or will they get scared like they did last towards last yeah. season where they were? I mean, they just I can't remember who was it where Jorginho scored a screamer and it hit the keeper in the back head. Aston Villa, I think, wasn't it? hit the back of yeah. Martinez's head. Yeah, yeah. And it was just some sheer look that yeah. managed to get them three points yeah. and keep the title season going. They kept pulling those out for ages. Yeah. Like I, I think people expect, people expect them to struggle well, it was like much earlier than that. Yeah, had all that time, added time on and they scored the equaliser or the winning goal against yeah. Bournemouth. Mm. And yeah. but I, I think, think they do have an amazing spirit there under um, Arteta. And I think, again, it's just because of how insanely good City are that... Yeah, they still managed to throw it away. I think Arsenal will build on it. I know that is the kind of deciding thing. Are they a bit broken by that or do they build on it? I think they've... I know it's only the Community Shield, but I think psychologically it meant so much more to them than to City mm. to win that game yeah. and to sort of, you know, start on the right foot of, yes, we can beat them. See, I thought that the Liverpool won it last year. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, also, <laughs> no, no, I know winning the really, Shield doesn't necessarily mean... Really no, but in that specific in context... Years, it's, it's, yeah, no, I get what I mean. It's... it's it sounds like you've been able to do over Manchester City and you've won something. So yeah. that's you in your mind should be a big enough positive impact for you to go on and really hit the season running. But where, where's not that? that first win? I think it's most important because you watch most first games of the seasons, they are very cagey, they are very tense because you want to get off to a good start. You want to get the three points, which then helpfully then impact for the rest of the season of being positive. Arsenal did it and look how they did for the first part of the season. They just they won, they won, they won, and then you can see Oh my god, we're gonna do it! Yeah, and then there's talk to Adidas and get a whole kit with golden stripes. I know, right? Yeah. And then before you know it, that's like in mid-February. If he starts going to shit, you're like bollocks. Um, Joe, I'm gonna go out on a whim. I'm gonna say Liverpool first, just because <laughs> oh, I, just, just, I, I can come back here and say I was like, I'm gonna say at, at the start of the transfer window, I was thinking, you know what? I think Liverpool are in it. They're sorting that midfield. We've got McAllister in. Uh, the, the fellow whose name begins with S Shobishlai and I was like it's not going to stop there they're going to get in a couple more throughout that midfield mm. I, I think regardless they're going to score a lot of goals last season you still scored a lot mm. of goals yeah. it was just that link in midfield and you know well, the shoe on it <laughs> is that a shot? Is that a shot? Uh, I went after a shot off screen. But, <laughs> I, but now, you know, even if they get Lavia in, I think no one was expecting to have to suddenly put him in as first choice number six. Yeah. 
I think they'll still do really well. I still think they'll get top four, yeah. but I don't quite see them in the tie race now. I'm ever biased saying they are going to. I'll say they finish first. Just <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm really, mm, I I don't see Man City ever finishing at the top two at the minute. Just purely because. Erlen Haaland, Kevin De Bruyne, Ruben Diaz, that whole spine down there where you mix in either, let's say, Bruno, uh, Silva does stay, and then he's got Jack Grealish, Phil Foden. I'm going to. This is my tough one because my third spot, I'm either going to give it to Arsenal or Manchester United. It's which one do I think is going to fuck up less? <laughs> I'm going to say Arsenal, and I'm going to put. Newcastle fourth. I think Newcastle Ooh. and I put Man United fifth. This is just pure hate. <laughs> no, it's not. This, this is, is just pure hate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm looking at Newcastle. Yeah. And I know they've got European football this year, but I am watched. watched their signings from Lassie Isak. Uh, you got uh, Gimarias coming in. Amaron had I mean, a brought, season like nobody ever thought. They got Barnes off us. Yeah. Yeah, you've now you've now got Sandro Tonelli as another midfielder into there. I don't know if they bring anybody else in. For argument's sake, they say they get knocked out of Champions League in the group stage, and then they go down to Europa and nothing happens, they get knocked out again. And all they've got to fight for is domestic. Yeah. Now United are gonna be fighting on multiple fronts again this year. They're sure gonna be there in Champions League this year. And you're gonna want you 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 do prioritise the cups, the FA Cups and the Elite Cups. So we fight them fronts as well, and you bring in this like you make some mount, and you just got a new young striker in now. Whether that's going to be your first choice striker every single week, or I don't know who else you're going to put there up top. Whether you're going to be Rashford over or not. Wash out with his black gloves. fresh trip. It's looking like it's going to be a lot of. Rashford down the middle yeah. or Sancho as a false nine I don't like the look of Rashford as a striker no he, I'd rather have him on the left but the bonus yeah. of having him down the centre is you can bring Garnacho in who I just think is going to be just like yeah. one of the best players over the next mm. 10 years he looks incredible yeah. I think never sold an Antony I think Antony oh, no, I'm not a big fan of Antony Antony yeah. probably should have stayed at Ajax not a big fan of Antony as we kept saying last, well, the podcast he just, he just like a lot of twist and turning I, yeah, I don't see. I don't see. He's the, he's the intentional Beyblade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I, I don't see much of impactful play. And then if you look at midfield, I say now you have Casemiro, you have Bruno Fernandez, and you've got Mason. Um, and if Matomini does go, and if Fred does go, and and then so who else is going to be slotting into this midfield three? You got Ericsson that can now fit in. He's, he's still at United, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um. I think that's a lot of change again for United. Uh, back fours roughly staying the same, yeah. really, isn't it? Um, yeah. I'm assuming you're having a pairing of Martin. And Martin yeah. 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 And then it's Onana. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes such a change as to how we can play. He's not your David De Gea, which that back four had been used to. He, I'll put this out there as a hot take of he will have a terrible first season <laughs> he will have what like David De Gea happened when he moved from Atletico Madrid to, to Man United he had a stinker of a first season or two it took him for ages to get used to the league and watching him get 
blob from the halfway line the other day. No. I know well, that, that was Dallow's fault. Yeah, that was Dallow's fault. I know it's pre-season. Yeah, 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 I know it's pre-season, and a lot you can't you, you take pre-season games with a pinch of salt because they are pre-season. Yeah. They get warm yeah, game time in, and I watched some of the volume. You're so far off his line. Like, what are you even doing there? But I think you that I think the first season of him being in the Premier League is going to be a real eye opener to high intensity football yeah. where in Italy it's not like that he's going to be bombarded yeah. constantly by every all the other 19 teams he, he handled league. it pretty well in the Champions League final yeah no it's, I say he, he was comfortable he probably, he probably he's, one of the best players he was comfortable, <laughs> comfortable in that Milan squad yeah. he's been there for a number of years I know he was second to Handanovic for a while and then he got the number one spot and he's used to that team and he's used to being able to deliver for Milan or Inter Milan actually. United's a different beast. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it'll be huge pressure and I'm sure there's going to be some I, high profile I, mistakes I, I, I but think, I think I, we take it as part of the and deal. And I think that's what it is. He's, he's going to have to get used to being uh, begrudgingly one of the biggest clubs in the world um, <laughs> and used to what that because I'm used to what that's going to mean to him now because the United, the set of United fans have obviously got high expectations of every single player that puts that jersey on. He is full and, of self-confidence. Like yeah. I think compared and to the, when De Gea came in, he suddenly turned into a bit of a deer in the headlights. <laughs> yeah, and that's... I, I think Anand will be a little bit more set up for I think it. that you confidence know, will exude onto the team. I don't, I don't think he's going to have a terrible season, but I do think we will concede some terrible goals I generally I think that just of that's what I worry about is confidence where he becomes too overconfident and yeah. feels like he's trying to do too much more than what he should do which is just the basics yeah. because you, you put that United jersey on and you are expected to do great things in it and I think he's going to maybe overdo it sometimes to say I am worth the money yeah. I am worth being the number one and then De Gea did that numerous times and he ended up having the most he got bullied in his first yes, yeah, season. The most yeah. stupid of yeah. mistakes. And Ferguson on. even dropped him. Who yeah. was the uh, backup Balls, goalkeeper that time? Uh, Lindegaard, I think. That was it. Yeah. He came in at some point for him. He, as well. yeah. he would drop the ball going underneath his legs or it would just like sort of slide off into his hand and it, would be, it happened so many times with De Gea. And I, th- I think Anana's going to have a, um, quite a uh, baptism of fire in the Premier League for his first season. And There will be a hell of a lot of scrutiny I yeah. think also yeah. if you look at the net effect on the team the amount of errors De Gea was making even for this last season though, he was yeah. there yeah. I think Onana even if he does make some errors his contribution to the way the overall team plays will massively outweigh that yeah. there'll be all knives out for him anytime he makes a mistake he'll be played all over there'll be some point where yeah. someone nabs the ball <laughs> off him or he's caught off his line or something But it's already started even in United Legends who was it the other day Andy Cole Mm. Came out and said that the gay is a better goalkeeper than Anana. So they're just they're, they're ready. They're waiting for him to just make a mistake. Even in United mm. Legends, they're just they're waiting for him to make a mistake. But again, like you said, I think his 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 impact will far outweigh the negatives. I think it's a it's a change that United have been crying out for because I think it just became untenable at the end yeah. of you know the season gone. I think it shows how much. Ten Hag is getting out of that squad and square pegs and round holes. Like we still haven't properly addressed the striker position for like immediate effect. But mm. the fact we're playing with Veghorst, the fact Eriksson was playing in central midfield, the fact you've got you know Anthony's getting used to the Premier League in his first season. Mm. Um, 
you know, De Gea can't play the kind of football out the back that Ten Hag would like to play. All these kind of things to still get third, and after the season that we'd had the season before, I think that's why I put a lot of trust in that. You know, anything that contributes to how Ten Hag wants to play, yeah. kind of assuages my kind of fears about. Oh God, it's going to be so hard to get top four again. Like I think we were able to grind out results so well. I really think we can do that again this season. I think Anana could be a, a big part of that. Yeah, I think top four, same as you. I just don't know why, why yeah, I want that. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought everyone's going to be very. I thought I was going to throw some wild oh, fair, yeah, yeah, and no, then you no. know we'll look in thirty-eight weeks' time and find out. <laughs> no, no, yeah, Man City, Arsenal, <laughs> Liverpool, and United just getting in there, and, and you're just going crazy. I think that's probably more the realistic yeah. I'm just going to throw my wild out there yeah, just yeah, got, you I'm just got a little fun out there yeah I'm just going to go nuts and say we're going to win everything so yeah we're done done top four yep. done relegation first manager's sacked I said Deitch <laughs> Everton are not really a sacking club though they're not but I can just I don't know as like you said they already seem to be having I feel like the, the fans will be you know he won't get pressure from the fans because the fans will just be like what is he supposed to do and yeah. I think he'll be the kind of manager that's like well he's the the kind of guy you'd want to just sort of stick with to scrape you through the season if they're not making any decent signings I think Mopetegui if he doesn't leave does it count is it like minus one if he goes now before the season starts I would have had him down because I think, I think, I think the season's got to start then they had to really convince him to so, stay. So, because... As soon as it's the first minute on Friday night against Burnley, Man City, and then he gets, and he gets sacked then, then that, he's the first manager gone. That counts, and that's, that's, some, counts. that's an unbeatable that, record. I think, yeah. I just don't think they've got the, the, no reliable striker, not enough goals, they're losing players. Who's yeah. the Bournemouth manager? They he's were, a new manager, isn't he? They sacked the old guy who actually kept him up yeah yeah which was strange like, because yeah. they actually started playing good football mm. and he kept him up but yeah. this new manager's are, it's quite exciting apparently plays good football I think what makes Bournemouth exciting <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm sure, sure I'm his name is, but he's a I'm sure he's quite yeah. an exciting they're, they're, try, they're actually trying to make moves in the transfer, transfer market as well see how it yeah. sort of works out but <sighs> yeah, I'm I'm going Andrew in if, the, if things Ariola, the manager of Bournemouth oh okay I think with um, I think if it is a bit of a shit show start for Fulham then I could see Marco Silva just yeah. falling out and just being like you he know Mitrovic is gone not being yeah. the well left I'll go <laughs> who did you go with Lopetegui no uh, I'm I'm pretty an assumption that Lapetegui is going to be going, I think, before the start of the season. Um, maybe the Sheffield United manager. Potentially David Moyes at West Ham. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Straight after a trophy. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, if if he's not going to get what he wants from the transfer window. The fact that they have £100 million sitting there and, they, and they're still not spending it. Just yeah, it tells you all you need to know. They how, don't trust him with that money. How much longer will he want to yeah. stay at a club where he's just going to be constantly a loggerheads yeah. with people above him? Um, West Ham always talk about the West Ham way. Yeah, exciting football. He doesn't play that way of football. So if they struggle, fans are going to be straight on to. I mean, people like even 
uh, Brentford, I forget the manager and the name. Brentford. Thomas Frank. Yeah, but he's such a oh, he's fan favourite. He's, yeah, he's, he's one of the things you don't see you don't see leaving or even the the Brighton yeah, the fans. Brighton yeah, I think they'll be alright, yeah. The only the one that you could say surprise is Mauricio Pochettino. Chelsea. If if in them first yeah, six George. if them first six months or first half of the season you say put it before Christmas. No, the first two games of Chelsea. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and they're not they're not up yeah. there. Because like I say, none of us mentioned Chelsea in the top four. Yeah. Even though they've There's too much I'm work. really intrigued spent, to see what Chelsea spent do. Spent some money, yeah. Spent some money and none of us have said Chelsea in the top yeah, four. Yeah, there's too much work they're, there. There's they're, too much to what do before they even think about getting top four. They're, they're light up front, but I think they are doing kind of an interesting job of rebuilding the squad. I want to change my top four and put Chelsea first. <laughs> this thing is a wild thing because Chelsea have been They've quiet. not got any European yeah. football. Yeah, they've been quiet for so many years. I still think they're weak Chelsea in the goalkeeping area, though. Kepo, oh, yeah, uh, as of a lot, yeah. Sanchez. Why didn't, they, why didn't they just get in David Raya as their number one? Yeah. I don't know why they didn't do that. Or Diego Diego Costa from... That as well, yeah. yeah. He's a bit for Benfica. Porto, yeah. Porto, yeah, one of the Portuguese teams. Because I thought we were going to go for him, but they went for Anana, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. But yeah, Chelsea can be one of them things where they have a natural uh, ability to set their managers when yeah. things don't go. But is Todd... I can't remember his surname. Yeah. Is he the same as what Roman Abramovich? They've got a stick was. by project now because at this point, if you you know you brought in Potter and it was the idea of you're going to have this six seven year plan under Potter, and then things went so catastrophically bad that you couldn't even say, oh, it's a transition season. We'll have to bring uh, the front line. you know surely surely Potter has got a thing saying, look, you've got to give me a season and a half or something like that. Yeah, surely, surely he's got to have that in his because that's the thing. If you've done that with Potter and then you sack. Pochettino after six months or something, and all of a sudden, you know, people Who's aren't, pe- pe- people aren't yeah. poking at uh, poking fingers at the managers. They're looking at the owners and saying, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah. They've so they've, they've got to stick by him now. Well, they've got they've got to give Poch a good year and a half. Yeah, because they sack Poch halfway through the season, then genuinely like. Who, who's left for them to they've become, they've become a mid-table yeah. club <laughs> they literally become a mid-table club I think they're a good bet for Europa League I think Pochettino's an excellent manager I think I, th- I think they do have problems uh, they're going to have problems scoring goals even if they bring in Vlavic I think they might have a few issues now that Nkunku's out for so long as well oh, but yeah, I'm not, I've never been so excited to see somebody come over from Bundesliga he's, than yeah. and, I'm, he's and now he's out he's like very nice. We've been waiting a year for this. The deal got struck. Yeah, last. exactly. Still yeah, got struck last summer. You're thinking, okay, yeah, he's going to write. I'm actually excited to see him play. And if everyone who enjoys FIFA knows how good his FIFA cards can be, that guy's going to get a minimum of six uh, FIFA Ultimate Team cards and Chelsea in the Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's wicked. I do think defensively they look a lot better though. Yeah, they've really built out that. Because you know, Rich James is going to be out for God knows how long. Mm. But they've got a decent replacement in that. Milo Custer. Mm. Right yeah, he looks good. You've got Dizarsi, um you've still got Baddy Ashile in there. Cobwheel, um, Tiago yeah. Silva. And yeah, Kukurelin, chill, not great, but two uh, decent yeah. left Have they got the young lad Martson or something? So Ian Martson. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I reckon they might, yeah. yeah. He, 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 he played early last season, didn't he? Yeah. And he was very good. I think, I think it's going to be a solid... Rebuilding season under Pochettino, I think oh, they're a good bet is. for Europa League. I don't think they'll trouble the top four, but I think they'll be in a really strong position by the end of it mm. for next year. Yeah. Who are we going? Top goal scorer. 
Terminator. <laughs> Ivan Tony. People have a mad comeback. Tony put a better than some. He's literally lab books, right? Yeah, yeah. When he comes back, he's just gonna score loads. Like, catch me now. People haven't saying to Ivan. People don't mean it literally when they say bet on yourself to score. Um, it's, oh, it's got obviously hard. Mm. It's got it can't be anything else. I don't think yeah. he scores more than thirty. Though. No, not I, in the league, not I in think. League. I mean, he's got to score. I think he's a top goal scorer. He's got to score loads, but I don't think he's going to do what he did last season. Yeah. Mm. I don't think he's going to. I mean, do in that. a way, he kind of fell off the second half of the season because. He, he scored like double figure goals in a few he games. Got marked out games like Billy when people yeah. realised what That's, he could easily do in the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, and in yeah. first ten games, he was strolling he was, yeah. through defenses for fun, it scoring hat tricks like they would like Sunday League. Hmm. And I think people caught on, and they yeah. lit, they marked him out of the game. I think it's where you. I think they eventually Pep changed the formation, and yeah. you saw Foden get out more. And yeah. Grealish was in. Grealish managed to find Harlan more than other people. Yeah. De Bruyne found him. A constant whip across the back post. Yeah. Well, Hollis is very, it was very similar to Vardis. We have a Vardis scoring a lot of goals, yeah. and then they, they figured out you got to mark him and that, and then he stopped scoring. He plays, plays off the shoulder. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's about the service. I mean, it's interesting what Guardioli was saying when someone was saying, oh, Haaland, could, could he be you know one day in the same bracket as Messi and that kind of thing? And obviously it's like, no one really quite thinks that. But it was interesting what Guardioli said that Okay, Haaland is exceptional, but also he still requires the service of the team around him, whereas Messi could do he everything could do by himself. Yeah. So Haaland, so often the service was choked off, and you know, it's, mm. couldn't be couldn't be seen at all. It's like in the was the last season's Community Shield, he did he did didn't do a lot. No, he, he missed from like six yards out. Yeah, and then he goes to the top goal scorer. Yeah, then was like Nunes scored the winner. It's like oh, he's the best striker. He set insane expectations. Like I still think he'll be you know. High twenties in the Premier League, uh, minimum. But um, I'm going to go out the limb and say he's going to get forty. Premier League more. goals. Premier League goals. More goals. I think we've got thirty-six. I think he'll get forty. I remember that conversation in the Champions League final that he had with Thierry Henry. He said, "What can I do to become?" He said, "Learn to use your right foot." Yeah. And if, if this season he starts implementing something like that, where he starts to see that right foot. I don't he's probably, think, he's yeah, probably aerially, yeah, they, they, aerially like with his head he probably yeah, needs to get for such a big guy he doesn't score enough the thing is if he starts getting good in these areas yeah. you are talking yeah. and, I, 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 and I, I think he'll push on he doesn't seem like to me somebody who's ever going to stop no and he's had a by outright a very freakish first season in the Premier League <laughs> yeah. I think nobody <laughs> expected somebody hit the ground running as quick as he did I don't know I did. only injuries could stop him yeah, he's a machine. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't think Inter should stop it. I think by the time he finishes, even if he doesn't go on to score as many goals as like Ronaldo and Messi, it's just the conversion rate. Mm. I don't think we'll ever see a striker like that. Like the conversion rate is just incredible. I just yeah, I think forty for him this season, maybe plus forty two, mm. and then you got add on, add on cup competitions for him. But I'm not going to go down that route, have But I, I just he just somebody that I think though he's he's seen what he can do in his first season, and he's just always like a type of player who's going to strive to want to do more, to do better, to be the best, and by doing that, it's like to quote Alan Shearer, my job is to score goals, yeah. and I think that's what he's he's just built to do. He's just a machine, man. That's yeah. it. He's he's just a machine. Machine. Literally, yeah. someone's going to have to do what Marcelo did to that player in Brazil, oh, and, and, and make his leg face that's the worst tackle I've ever seen. Face the other way. 
That's the that way for like going to stop Harland it, Harland it this yeah. way. And even then, I'm pretty sure I'll be able to <laughs> where's play the place. And then Carroll's like, ah, oh, I can use my right foot now. Where's Roy Keane? Just whacked it back in and knocked it in the right. It's got the top of the taking after Roy Keane, but taking it. So we'll say Harland then, yeah. I think, yeah. Comfortably, I think. Yeah. I think some people will be probably nowhere near what he's going to be. I'm praying, though. Nunes is somewhere up there, but nowhere near the numbers. I think Haaland's going to produce. That's it. Kane, Kane was close. Yeah, and if but if he if he, he, moves, if he, he goes, goes to then, he goes yeah. to Bayern. I mean, you, who, who else in the Premier League? If you take away Kane last season, what was the gap? If you take away, what was? It? Well, Tony was right there, wasn't he? Tony was very close. For was a it Tony about nineteen? Before, before he got banned. Yeah. I wonder what the gap is. If you take Kane away, what is the gap? You take Kane away, man. then we're talking like a 15 goal gap that's nuts that's yeah. absolutely nuts because I don't think anybody else is going to get more than 20 okay outside of Kane and Holland so Alan Holland obviously was top of 36 Harry Kane was second with 30 now if you take Harry Kane out of the mix the next place is clo- next person closer to him was Ivan Tony with 20 so that's 16 goal difference. 16 goal that's yeah that's and then it's Mohamed Salah with 19 Callum Wilson with 18 Marcus Rashford with 17 Gabriel Martinelli, which was respectable 15 to be fair, coming off the left wing, and then Martin Odegaard with 15. So even that, that's a 21 difference between Martin Odegaard and Erling Haaland. It's just scary. That is nuts. Yeah. That is and I don't nuts. see anyone getting more than 19 between that and Marcus and Rashford. Uh, yeah, then 16 between him and Ivan Tony, who was in third place with 20 goals. And then Mohamed Sal- Salah was there at fourth with 19. So that's 17 goals yeah, more. It's... And yeah. Salah used to walk the golden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah. yeah batting between him and Harry Kane yeah. about who, for X amount of seasons, who would come out as. But Haaland, say, comes in with that first season and storms I think that's just going to be. The only way to stop him is you sell him to Barcelona or Real Madrid. I suppose <laughs> <laughs> like Barcelona because you think you're like Mbappe to Real Madrid or that. You know, even think like Chelsea even come in for Mbappe or something to take him on a year loan. Imagine that. That, that, that fiasco. Where do you think he's going to go, Mbappe? I think he's going to stay at PSG. Yeah. Do for goal for a year. Yep. And then maybe go Madrid. I think I think that's setting stone for him. I think that's. I think it. he still plays at PSG. No, PSG no, I don't think he will. I think I think he'll be in the back. I think he'll literally just he, sit back. He's going to relegate to that academy team or something so, yeah. by himself. And yeah. Like Neymar's now said he wants to go. So Neymar's got a fifty million to eighty million price tag, and depending what PSG, who comes in for him. Yeah. Mm. So he's going to go. You just lost Messi now to the MLS. So your front three of all just now decided to jump shit. So Mbappe, he is sadly for it. He's they're fucked up there with that contract. They're oh, massively yeah. fucked up. They're, they're suddenly regretting wanting to give all that um, player power. Yeah, I, I generally think he's done it to himself as well. He's almost priced himself yeah. out yeah. of any yeah. potential. He should have gone last summer. So, so he, he regrets not going to Real Madrid. Yeah. Simple as that. Up. Sound like, um, and a stupid deal with yeah. that he had like so much control about what was happening at yeah. PSG why would he even want that as well like, just, yeah and then now he's, he's not in a position to be making transfers priced himself out of the mayor of Paris <laughs> it's like who which respective respectable club now in any league and you say maybe top five or something he might get bundled Saudi Arabia yeah. will want to touch him just to have him for a year yeah. 
Mm. I mean, you get you have some great brand exposure. You probably get some really good shirt sales out of it. Yeah. But you're only going to have him for a year because you're, everyone knows where he wants to go. He wants to go Madrid, and Madrid want Mbappe. Yeah. It's whether, and they'd probably be lying, but it's whether you can have a conversation with him that says, if we loan you for a year, have we got a shot at you at the Stay end of your contract mm. or not? Um, yeah, they might say yes just to get him somewhere. But yeah, it's hard to see him going anywhere other than Real Madrid. But um, I, I, I think PSG will, are doing everything they can to get the sale. But I think when transfer window closes and he's still there, there'll be a bit of PR. They'll back down, and but they'll present it as we've had talks with the player. We both want the best for PSG for this season. La, la, la. And it'll be he will definitely play. in the squad. He, he will, will play. play. Yeah, I don't think they'll let him sit there. He's too big to sit on that, on that bench. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'll see. But also, haha, fuck them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, literally, everyone, out, everyone who isn't a PSG fan is literally laughing at the situation. Yeah, because he needs that move though. Because look at Haaland Yeah, that's his. That's his rival. That's his. That's the new Ronaldo Messi. He can't be saying at PSG and going out in the round of sixteen quarterfinals of the Champions League. I just want to see. It. I'd, I'd love to see no, Mbappe in, in the Premier League, but you ain't. Gonna, I don't think you'll no, see it. I don't. No. I mean, this might just be me. I don't see the allure of La Liga anymore. I don't see the appeal of Real Madrid. They've spent so little money. Yeah, on Barcelona season. anymore. I don't see it anymore. I don't see it with Barcelona, but Real Madrid. I mean, look, they've got Bellingham. I know they've, they've got, got so many good young Bellingham, players coming through. Cam de Vinga, yeah. um, yeah, the allure of those two teams is still Junior and Rodrigo. They're still possibly the two most alluring teams in the world, still, and probably always have been for a long time. But the allure of the league as a whole, the quality level has gone down because they just can't compete. No one can compete financially with the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, I think if I mean, I mean, I'm being biased being the Premier League being English but I think if the most competitive football and the I think one of the league to, to test you as a player is the Premier League it's, I know it's highly physical not stupidly technical like Spain or Italy but I always probably at me now I always think because you see the likes of what Manchester City are doing you've seen how Liverpool will have in the last few years you've seen the pulling power of United Arsenal trying to get their way back into it and you've seen how the pulling power of Chelsea can be over the years they've won the Champions League a couple of years ago against Man City I just I find that I thought that to me would be more alluring than going to Real Madrid because that's so competitive and it's watched all over the world in so many different countries and say the money that's in the Premier League compared to La Liga or Bundesliga or Serie A is so much greater that the exposure football heritage yeah it, it just, <laughs> to me see that to me I think like for me personally I feel like it's eclipsing the Real Madrid the Barcelona's now mm. because you haven't seen Barcelona in Champions League final for very many years yeah. Madrid is the only Spanish team that's been able to get into Champions League finals other than that you've seen Chelsea you've seen Man City you've seen Liverpool in repeated Champions League finals I Tottenham. guess Sevilla have kept winning the Europa League. In that competition, you might as well just hand it to him. Like, yeah, you, yeah. Had a good, you had a good run. Well done. Congratulations. <laughs> I just, I just, I, I don't see the law anymore. Before in the past, I could all, I did see that. We you know when you used to watch R nine, the original Ronaldo at, at Real Madrid, and your Beckhams and your Gutes and and Luis Figo's, and then you saw the era Barcelona from 2005 to like 2010 of Messi, Xavi, Iniesta, Sergio Busquets, and David Villa, Puyol and Piquet. Yeah. 
and that was like, yeah, this is the best team you're ever going to see because that that era there with Messi was there as well. They're like, been there when they beat Manchester Manchester United Champions League final, <laughs> or <laughs> you know, destroyed. But yeah, absolutely You watch them, and that was like it was mesmerising football, and it's just not there anymore. And I just think that with Real Madrid at the moment, they're they're building another team. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, like yeah. The midfield, the starts from the midfield, and I think Mbappe is like he's that mm. that final piece, and then they'll go. I think getting Mbappe in either this summer or next summer, and that's the squad then for the next ten years. That's mm. Mbappe wants to the win League. the Champions League. Yeah, and you look at Real Madrid and, yeah. and think, you know, that's his best chance. If, if, if we, yeah, yeah. If, if we're assuming there's no spot at City for him, then yeah, and they say they're probably in the team that we maybe can afford to buy him. Which yeah. I, I do get, I just, I think, mate, I almost feel like they rely on, it's, it's like we said, football heritage. It's like we watch F1, and if you think, well, which team would I want to strive for? The most iconic is Ferrari, yeah. Ferrari Red. And now we think about Champions League, well, it's your white Real Madrid, and they've won it, was it 13 times or something? Yeah. And you do, it's, they're all, I think they've been put in that pinnacle bracket for such a long time, but I think people not realise the full from grace of Real Madrid a little bit and Barcelona they were that pinnacle thing that you aspire that's where you aspire to go to that's where like you would like Eden Hazard at Chelsea you know I think he won the Champions League with them but did he? No he did he did but he wasn't part of the team Uh, and then he he won it with Madrid he won won the Europa League with Chelsea in his final season then went to Madrid and just wasn't I think the I think the allure of Barcelona and Real Madrid is still there and the status Barcelona of you know, it's it's more their financial position that kind of shows the issue yeah. that the league is in. Their, their obviously finances have been managed horrifically there, but they also won La Liga last season. Mm. Real Madrid nearly got to the Champions League final, having dominated that trophy for the last few years. I think in terms of being heavyweights in Europe, those two are still, you know, Barcelona came maybe a little bit mm. less, but they are coming back still right up there. It's just going down the league. I think Atletico is still there or thereabouts. Um, okay, Severe have, have dropped off, but they were still winning trophies. It's just they used to be alongside the Premier League as the two strongest leagues. Mm. Obviously, you go further back, Syria as well. Mm. Um, it's just the difference in leagues. I think as those two clubs, I still think they're you know they're still you know the big swinging dicks as well. <laughs> but but La Liga is like yeah, their gap's only getting bigger. Yeah. When you look at the money that's been spent so far, like the vast majority of what. The league has spent this transfer window is on Bellingham. The rest of it, I think, they're even being outspent by League One now. It's mm. it's insane. Like the, the money that's in UK football, you know, the Championship spends as much money as um, the Portuguese league. You know, it's it's and it, and it's it's shit. Like you know, it's it's great for us and our clubs, you know, buying players and stuff. But I also kind of think that you know, when Newcastle can walk in and sign. Tenali or when you know lower league um, lower Premier League teams are just walking and buying players from you know big Serie A clubs and that kind of thing I just think at what point does this stop because we know that if we were in their position we'd be saying football is broken but you know with the Premier League for for as much money as it has I still think the Premier League gets beaten to the best talent that biggest name I think that might be the tipping point though with Haaland coming that's the first time we've had one of the best that's romantic we lose most of them want to we go. We do school players and then lose them. Yeah, they want to and go they track to very Roman good managers. Barcelona's and my own things of like, well, I think the likes of your Man City's, your Liverpool's, your Manchester United's, 
reluctantly throw Chelsea into there more than Arsenal. <laughs> but, you know, it's, yeah, them big names seem to then not really take them top four Premier League teams into consideration. And I think, yeah. so why? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Is you know, like, I say Erlen Haaland was that biggest name who'd come to the Premier League for a long time. And look what he's done. And, the, and, and you know, it's, you can make it in the league. <laughs> I think a lot of people get frightened that if you don't make it in the Premier League, you're done. I mean, like, they had Zlatan Ibrahimovic, I know, towards the end of his time, but he came over here. And I just, I, yeah, I, I'd, I'd love to see more big name talents Take we get big, we get big name managers, but uh, yeah. not the, t- not, the yeah. like not in their primes anyway. Yeah, we usually lose them in their primes. Hazard, yeah, Ronaldo. Yeah. I think it's happening. You just need to have these teams be well managed enough. Like it, the finance, I don't think is it clearly isn't the issue. It's like United could still, if if, if they'd been effectively um, run for the last ten years, they'd be in the mix for going in for someone like. Mbappe now, I think. Well, yeah, yeah it's it's, it's, it's just know, part of that Chelsea as well, you know, really weirdly run, you know, but and yet we're able to spend hundred million on Fernandez. Games, and that's you know, gets me as well with Chelsea. Yeah, their their pool's insane. You I know, mean, no European football, and you know, Caicedo wants to go straight in there, and you know, well, when they're able to sell players yeah. as well, it's just gosh. Oh yeah, I wish United were that competent. Can't even get thirty million from McTominay. Glazers in. They might be. I don't think they're going to yeah. sell the club. No. Go on, what's the next one then? <laughs> uh, no, last thing is, who do you think is going to win the Champions League? <sighs> oh, don't make me think about that. Oh, oh, I don't think about it. Liverpool. Difficult, you know, because I don't think City will be as good. I think the loss of Gundogan, big loss. <clears throat> if uh, it's, I always put it down. It's an easy cop out putting it down to transfers, but you know, I think buying get Kane, they're in there. If, yeah. I was thinking, if, if, if buying get Kane, if Real Madrid get Mbappe, they're in there. If, if they, you know, so, sorry, decide to do a deal into the window, once the transfer window's done. Yeah, we just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, so I asked this question in three weeks' time when we know yeah. the transfers when it's closed and we know who's in what club. I would say if buying get Harry Kane, I think they're within the shout because they had who up front? It was. Um, they didn't really have a striker, did they? No, that's. They had um, Chupamoto. Yeah, so you had him. Yeah. And Marnie, actually. Marnie yeah. had a striker for them. And now I've, I know Marnie's yeah. gone now. Um, I think if they get an actual. In that striker after Lewandowski's gone, I think they're within a shout of winning the Champions League again. Um, hmm. I don't see PSG getting anywhere near anymore. No, no. Um, Real Madrid are probably going to be depending. I don't know their front three. They're the San Yossi. Yeah. yeah. Um, but obviously, yeah, you put you, you know put up there to to win it right now. I'm, I'm going to say Man City actually. Just Go because they're, 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 they're I, I still I think they're actually they're much the, better. They're than the, I think the United don't stand a chance. Arsenal don't stand a chance. No, no. I, I don't I, see the Italian clubs doing what they're doing. I'd have to go between the three teams that have been yeah. mentioned: Man City, Bayern Munich, and Bayern Munich if they get Kane, and Real Madrid. Mm. I think it's between them three. Yeah, I don't see we'll see another, another, no one, another, another, another English yeah. final again. Like no. we have I don't think Man City is with the squad they have right now. They've lost a lot of depth. I don't think they're going to be as good as they have been this last season. But they're better than everybody else, I think. 
I think as a dark horse, you could say, because they've only lost one of their big players after being the lead is Napoli. They got to the semis yeah, last season. Still yeah, still yeah. Got, still the fact they've still got Osimhen. Oh no! And seventy-seven wasn't yeah. yeah, I think yeah. that that's been a massive thing for them yeah. to keep. I know that I know Saudi Arabia came in. Uh, they were like, I can't remember which club it was. Toppled a stupid it was hundred fifty yeah. something million yeah. for him. Um, and that the fact that he's still there. And I think you're right. Actually, yeah, I forgot all about Napoli. To be honest, and Napoli could be a dark, you know, dark horse for the Champions League because actually, I think being completely honest. I thought they were the ones that were to get to the Champions League final yeah, to play Man City. Yeah. I thought they would have yeah, gone over but Milan, like, but Milan just pulled something completely out. Oliver Giroud, yeah, mind you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pulled something completely out of the bag and managed to get a result against them and and then end up just falling short in the in the semis. Um, Osman got injured though, didn't he? And then he would. He just Did he miss one of the? T- oh, I can't remember. I, he, he just wasn't one hundred percent. Yeah, that match. but they were. They yeah, they actually they were too much. I thought would have yeah. gone and gone and Champions League final with, and actually probably thought they probably would have gave. Well, I say it would have given Man City a better run, but Inter did pretty well to be fair for the majority of that game. So it's a mix. We don't know. But yeah, it's yeah. Uh, yeah three. You know, maybe get like the first couple of groups games done in the Champions League, and yeah, definitely gonna, the question will definitely get asked again. Yeah. Ask after the transfer window closes. Oh well. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say if that came one house, yeah. I just, I'm just, sort of driving home. I'm getting home and find out about like, two hours ago when we're doing the chat. And Harry Kane's moved to buy and it's been settled 110 million euros. Oh, just like, before my battery dies. Yes. The three who comes up from the championship. Who are we going? I'm not. I'm not jinxing. I'm not saying. Let me have a little. I'm not saying. Fuck all. Middlesbrough. I can see Middlesbrough. And Leicester. I think Southampton, especially if they keep more prowess. Uh, I don't see why you can't do it in the championship. Uh, still got Kyle Walker Peters, got a good, exciting left winger that Idozi from Man City. I don't, I don't think Leeds will do it. No, I think I mean, Leeds will finish mid-table. I don't think Coventry will do it. Leeds are going to get trapped in the. In I the think Coventry game. will make playoffs again. Yeah. Is Michael Carrick still in charge of Middlesbrough? Yeah. Yeah. Chew back on smashing in goals. Yeah, they might have a chance. <laughs> um, and up there? They must have a good start to the thing season. The thing is, with Watford, they have a good start and then they tend to drop off. And it's lost. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> QPR, Rotherham, Huddersfield, Sunderland. Sunderland. Sunderland, yeah. Get on back in the Prem. Yeah, Sunderland, Ahmed. Middlesbrough, Leicester. Sunderland, no more Hammond. No more Hammond. Back at United. He's, he's going to. Stay now because he's injured, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm probably say Leicester, Southampton. And I'm probably say Middlesbrough. Yeah, that's my three. Really. Not much, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah I, I think Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough will be it's yeah. Which one gets playoff position? I don't I don't know. You'll start to automatically yeah. Friday's yeah. playoff. Yeah. Is the playoff winner. Uh, Leicester. I, th- I think Sunderland playoff and then I think Middlesbrough win the league. I think I think Leicester Middlesbrough. And then I can see Southampton being in the playoff against like Sunderland. You Coventry, I think Coventry probably end up being back in. I there think again. Coventry will definitely make playoffs again. Mm. I really, yeah, I think they will. Who's the other United coach? Oh, like, Kieran McKenna at Ipswich. They, they they're pretty good, aren't they? Yeah, everyone everyone wanted to turf those guys out with Solskjaer, and they're actually really good fucking coaches. Yeah, not bad. Mm, got a first mm, yeah, watch out for <laughs> Do a mid-season review. 
Oh, that's gonna yeah. Oh yeah, we've got to get all, all these recorded so we can review this. Oh, we do. Name, name and shame. When I walk out of here, when Liverpool with the Premier League uh, <laughs> gold badges on there, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we're we starting this podcast New, mid-season last year. Newcastle so we have not done that beginning, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what a wild prediction, eh? What's fair? I said mid-season last year. Um, Newcastle will finish. Uh, no, second. I wasn't too far off. No, wasn't they were too was far there. off. They were, um, they were so, showing it. Yeah. But yeah, I think we've covered pretty much everything. Yeah, I think that's it. I think it's a bit of a great episode to be involved in. Mm-hmm. What, I don't know what it's like to listen to. <laughs> we'll, Might be we'll the see. longest ever, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We went off on a few times. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> It'll come together nicely. But no, yeah. We've got a bit of anything to do. Definitely without Saudi Arabia mixed before we started the episode I'm going to throw, throw that in there somewhere but yeah well no it's been a good one cheers for watching cheers for listening see you next time oh, one last thing mum I made it <laughs> I'm on the internet <laughs> see ya so before the main episode started I was having a bit of a discussion of um, nine strikers that potentially would get in front of Olivia Drew so talking about this and then it went on to a bit of Saudi Arabia talk so this next part is just it's like a bonus added on at like 11 12 minutes so enjoy oh, there's no. been there's been some quality uh, one-liners the bus one's still the best one the bus driver oh the bus driver it's still you know, it's true room. man yeah very good player but you're not gonna he's not he's he's not a difference maker that's that's all I will say I don't think He's, a, he's an excellent player, but I don't quite get categorising him as some kind of all-timer. Yeah. That was, it was about what was the odds top it? 10 best strikers or something, wasn't it? And then one of them said yes to Oliver Giroud, and then it must have been you said yeah. no. So then my really. mind was like, well, name nine better than Oliver Giroud. Look what he's, he, just look what he's done. Because then in my mind, he, he gave a strength. He's had a great Harlan, career. Yeah. Benzema. Yeah. Ronaldo. If you put him as a striker, I guess, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you class him out, he's now. I don't class him out as a striker. No, to me, he's a, he's a left winger yeah. in and out any day of the week. And then it's like, who else? Harry Kane, you probably put there. So that's yeah. three to four. Who's already on your list? What what time period? Harland. Covering. Well, let's say, say, let's say like now, because he's still playing now, isn't he? Last so 20 years? No, do no. currently. Like, say, like, currently yeah. right now, the players that are playing right now, that are not retired. Or twenty years ago, or dead. So Ronaldo's off the list. Are right. you just doing Premier League or the well? Let's say top five leagues. Top five leagues. So Europe league, oh, no, so England, Germany, France, Spain, and well, it's probably well, yeah, Spain, England, France, Germany, and Italy. So does Benzema not count? Yeah, because <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Well, now no. You could throw it back to last season. Or even if it's last season, but if you'd say okay, let's. Put it into a top ten or top nine strikers that you would put ahead of Benzema that are still currently playing right now. Doesn't matter which league they're in. Ahead of Giroud. Oh, right of Giroud. now, you probably, I probably won't be able to do it right now. That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it, when I made it, I heard that, I was like, well, no, even I can't name Is, is this ahead of Giroud at his peak or Giroud right now? Let's just say Giroud generally anyway over a period of time. Let's say a period of like ten years. Even from Montpellier to Arsenal. Right, okay. Well, to um, Chelsea to Milan. Mm-hmm. And then in that time period, you know, some of the you think nine better strikers. And I couldn't think of nine 
top tier strikers in that space of 10 years I have to write these down now no one's expecting this no no I'm not doing anything no 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 it's something got in my head I was like well no even I can't name nine I think straight off the bat I'm trying to I'm trying to wrap around through teams that have like had quality strikers over even like the last five years so Haaland Lewandowski yeah Kane Benzema Benzema are we counting Mbappe as a we look at just number nine strikers number nine no, I'd so say Bappe fits that model. Okay, for but, but not Neymar? No. Okay. Um, that's right. Osman? Yeah, I'll see him in there. Yes, at six. Um, uh, I toyed with Latoro Martinez. Have you got Lukaku on your list? Oh. <laughs> I mean, if you were going to put Lukaku ahead of Oliver. <laughs> not for Lukaku. I'm, I'm sorry. Come on, come on. No. Breeze no. blocked foot over no. there. No. No. He I don't think that's completely no. unreasonable. Giroud's had a, the same Giroud's had a four better career. He wouldn't make, he wouldn't top, make, top, he wouldn't make top 10. Did you Le- see that Champions League final? Le- Le- Lukaku Le- 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 wouldn't make top 10. I mean, Lukaku is cursed, but he's still a colleague. He could have headed that ball anywhere. He could have headed it anywhere, but he headed it in the wrong spot. He knows he's going to get saved twice. And you're like, no. I don't think he's going to do it. You can't have Giroud over Lukaku. can't. I can because I think he is a better striker than Romelu Lukaku. For the size of what Oliver Giroud is, he's a tall bloke. He uses his height and he he's very agile for a guy of his size. And look at Scorpion kick he scored for yeah. Arsenal. But then look at look at, look at Lukaku, six three. He's just he looks a looks like a bodybuilder, but he moves like he's like he's five seven. He looks he's like he's rocky. holding two bowls of carpet when he runs, <laughs> and he just and then just runs to anyone. No, and, then, and, then, and then his feet, his feet just babble, and then he can't yeah. get the ball out of his foot. And it's, then, it's, it's using him correctly with the the right manager. Yeah. Conte deployed him correctly, and he absolutely tore up Syria. And then he goes to other managers where they try and treat him like a target man, and yeah. they just think, "Oh, he's a big, strong guy; he can be a target man." It doesn't. So for work Lukaku, like needs that. to be paired with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like like I said, the Martinez. Yeah. 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 But you have him on his own. He's just a dunker. Yeah. That's how I feel when I lost him because he just looks lost. But I wouldn't. I'd still put Oliver Giroud ahead. Like if you did your combined Milan, it would be a front two of Latore Martinez and Oliver Giroud. Oh, I can't agree with that one because there's not. I mean, even I'd probably even the case for Edin Zeko. That Inter. Zeko, I would say, is better than Giroud. Is Zeko gone now? Yeah. Yeah. He's in Turkey now, I think, isn't he? Yeah. Is it I think it's Fenerbahce or something. He's not gone Galatasaray. I think it's yeah. Fenerbahce he's gone to. Did he do that just before Saudi started buying players? He's like, fuck. I bet he's from there. He is good. Yeah. Everyone's getting like 700 to a million plus pound a week. He's like, hey, what about Jordan Henderson? And now I'm in Turkey. What about Jordan uh, Henderson, though? Uh, yeah, fucking hell. 700,000 pound a week quadrupled his wages from what he's on. Do you think he's a bit of a hypocrite, though? Yeah. I do. There's that Beckham with during the um, World Cup. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Just happy to take the money and not yeah. sort of, you know, stand Forget about all the stuff you said before, just wipe side, yeah. It's... My thing is, football's a short career. Obviously, that money that money doesn't come around every day. That... But at the same time, don't, That's when... don't campaign for certain causes and then go to a country that outright that... just does not agree that, with That's us. my point of view, is because when someone's offered you quadrupled your weekly yeah. wage and he's what 30 something now yeah. so you're staring down the barrel at retirement yeah. so you're probably thinking the longevity of you and your family yeah. for 
like you say, your football career is very fleeting, it's very short. And then he's like, okay, well, he's now offering me £700,000 a week for, I don't know, is it two years, three years, is that yeah. there for, something like that. So you're essentially making sure your future, not only for you, but for your kids, is fine. But at the same time, I get the prospect of the things he's campaigned but, for. But there's it, no country on this planet that's, say, squeaky clean it, for it, any kind no, of law. It's not life-changing money, though, is it? His life was changed a long time ago with the money he's earning. This is just a, that, what level of rich you are. Me, like, I think that fine. is life-changing for it, him. It, I don't know how much more, It's more life-changing for his grandkids. That's, this is the longevity of his family when you think about it. Because I don't know how to say if he did, was it, £700,000... A week, and then you divide that by four. So he's getting one hundred seventy-five thousand pound a week. Mm. So now he's earning seven hundred thousand pound a week, and so now he's probably thinking, okay, well, when I'm done, what what do you do? What do you do when when you retire? Like, how much have you how much have you saved? How much have you haven't saved? Have you put it into anything that can be financially viable for you in the future for you and your family? Have you invested it? And he's probably thinking, well, no, John, then he probably has done. He's probably got loads of investment it's like Billy James Milner he's probably getting tea bags or something do you know what I mean <laughs> but it's it's probably things yeah you're never going to earn that money anywhere else again and it's for a very short space of time and at least now you can see you and your family sorted for a long time after you do retire it's just a thing me, me and Tess were talking about this though. it's not just that it's the the wives and girlfriends surely how do they feel about it going to a country where they don't get respected and stuff like that like, that's a big decision on their part Fingers, so yeah. you put up with it for that kind of money, don't you? You're not going to be living out there forever. Women are still allowed to drive in Saudi Arabia now, so she can drive. <laughs> it's still <laughs> way, way behind every girl's life. Yeah. Yes. It, I and think, it, how much money do you have to... Wait, sorry, is that okay? How much money does it take yeah. to sort of be... <laughs> <laughs> how much money does it take for you to sort of be, okay, I sort of don't care that, you know, that you can live with yourself with it? Like... I, I would hate to sort of, you know, know that I'd betrayed a load of people in that way. You know, regardless of how much money I get, it wouldn't make it better. I'd feel shit about myself. So it's just the idea that you can be bought. And that's part of what becomes an element of sports washing. There's no way that the Saudis weren't thinking, if we can show that this guy, the Rainbow Laces guy, the, the, one of the few footballers to actually speak out about homo, homophobia in football can be bought in this way, like what it says for them that they can do that I mean where they did the uh, announcement and they showed a video of him they deliberately put black everything in black and white yeah. around the captain's yeah, badge yeah. so that you couldn't see it and it's just like if you're Henderson what are you thinking there you're thinking yeah. oh it's a bit shit but I'm making a lot of money like it's, all, it's a bit sad it's, it's like, <laughs> it almost comes down to cultural of people's different country that's like now almost saying you want to dictate how a country should be ran just like a lot of people would probably like to dictate how things happen here in the UK but it doesn't mean that he has to go there he could be like well I don't want to go there because of it that's that's not then dictating what they do no it's not but he he, clearly he originally didn't agree with maybe their cultural laws in their country Mm -hmm. but it's still their right to there so but for his mind he doesn't see it as an issue anymore but it's Mm. just that's because of the money. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's, and that's it, money talks. It does, it comes down to the thing where everyone has all the views of their people. As soon as you get offered a massive paycheck, but, it goes out the window. Yeah. Mm. Everyone has a price. Talk yeah. about golf. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They're all kicking off. Yeah. And then very quickly. And they go buy Live Golf, yeah. live golf by the PGA Tour. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. all backfired massively now. 
<laughs> fucking. Well, yeah. Sick. Yeah. Adios, Jordan Henderson. Hope to do. I hope I don't see you in England squad again. Yeah, do you reckon you'll be in England squad now? Nah, it's over. Do you think I'll say Well, said, like, it doesn't matter where he plays, like, he's a good player. So why not? Yeah, but, but he, there's been said before that if you're not in the top. But like, it, like, if you went to the MLS, would you still be considered for the England. If you were. I think Southgate has his favourites and I think he would actually pick Jordan Henderson. Yeah, he that's it. But you know, if you're like a, a younger English a younger person English. went yeah, over yeah. to the MLS, it looked like he could be a prospect yeah. for the England, but because he's in the MLS, yeah. would he still get the same It's chances? like Tamori, uh, he's similar. Yeah. Mm. It's a strange policy to have, though. Yeah. He does. He has his, his favourites. That's why Kieran Trippier is always a right back and... You always see Mason Man in the team, and yeah, you know, I'm like, I'm not a big fan of Mason. No, well, we can get to that. Then. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna get to edit, I'm gonna have to edit this because this has got to get in the podcast. I'm gonna have to. We're gonna start put it in front of the Saudi Arabia chat, <laughs> and then could chop it in, and then go from there. So yeah, <laughs> we're, the, we're bo- the bonus outtake, yeah, yeah. <laughs>